I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. All right, here we go. We're back live in living color. Yeah. Sort of. I'm choking on are you okay? Don't choking make me give you the like I'm choking on the New Year's noodle. Oh, God. Okay. I'm okay now. You all right? I don't need to be saving any lies this early. All right, here we go. So, uh, moment we've been waiting for, but I got I to gotta disappoint you on this. It's not oh. going to be a big deal at all. Are you talking about the list? Yeah. Uh. Bill Clinton's definitely on the list. We've said it here a million times. He was on there 27 times. I guess we were wrong about that because he's identified more than 50 times in Jeffrey Epstein's document dump that's coming this week. If you don't know what Jeffrey Epstein did, look it up. I, I don't have time. Uh, to me, it's the biggest case of this decade, mm-hmm. maybe even bigger than that, because it has to deal with child trafficking, sex with minors, powerful politicians, corporate executives, you name it. People with money. Um, world leaders. World leaders all over the world that paid for sex with 16-year-olds. There's a picture. It's funny because Bill Clinton still denying ever being there. He fears the grip of the Hillary. Uh, but no, there's a picture of him getting a massage from a 17-year-old at the time. Oh. Which is totally normal. And uh, that's at the island. And, of course, he's still denying he was there. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of Bill Clinton having dinner with Jeffrey Epstein. And, of course, don't know where it is, so can't say he was not here in the U.S. But it doesn't matter. I mean, look. And when your name's on the list 27 times on the flight log, you must have went at least a couple. Well, no, it turns out the redacted document is showing 50 times now, so the 27 times are incorrect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we'll see what happens. Um, Who else? Is Kevin Spacey? He's on the list, yeah? Well, I'm thinking Bill Gates. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Not a single time. Never. Uh, Comedian Jimmy Fallon, he said that uh, Bill Gates is more likely than most to be on that list. It is a bad day to be a dirtbag. Oh my goodness gracious. Listen, I've always considered Epstein's death as proof that the two parties can still work on a bipartisan level if they want to get it done badly enough. Okay, if you are a guy looking for work as a food taster, Now's a great time to submit your resume because there's probably a lot of big dirtbag names. Uh, I've got, I'm not going to name mine, uh, but one of them rhymes uh, with Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get it on the first line, but he got it on the second line. I think the first line went over everybody's head. The only things Democrats and Republicans could agree to get done I mean, was the killing of Jeffrey Epstein because Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. No, I mean, look at that. How, the, the, just the circumstances around it are the most suspicious and just, it's outlandish. It's like something, it's, it's worse than an action movie. 
Here's what to ex- expect this week. Names of 170 people. But I'm telling you, here's where the big disappointment is going to come in. You know who these 170 people are going to be. Carl Witherschmidt, head of the Witherschmidt Investment Fund. But, you know, the other thing people were saying is you're going to see names on this list that necessarily weren't necessarily part of this whole child pedophilia ring. Because Jeffrey Epstein, you have to remember, was a very powerful person and a lot of he threw parties and a lot of celebrities were invited and they went to it. So you're getting a lot of celebrities now saying, well, yeah, I went to a party at his house this one time, but I didn't engage in anything. I didn't even know about it at the time. And then when I found out about him, I stopped going. So you're going to hear a lot of that. Yeah. But at the same time, like that's just being there is one thing. But when you consider how much leverage he'd have over somebody that was in an important position that did get compromised on the island, I mean, then you're just, it's blackmail festival. Well, the only one that's coming out of any kind of seriousness that we can tell so far, obviously Bill Gates is a little serious, but this one is Prince Andrew. Now, they're saying that these documents are going to confirm what we already thought, that uh, Jane Doe 162, who testified about being with Prince Andrew on a party, a 2001 arranged party, obviously, Mm -hmm. at Epstein's New York City townhouse, she was told to have sex with him, and she did. So... Well, there was, there's people that have come forward. I mean, you have the documentary, I think it's on Netflix, where they say, yeah, we went there and we were told we had to have sex with Epstein. Some of them were told they had to have sex with Ghislaine Maxwell. And then she would, like, groom them on what to do with Epstein. And, yeah, remember the parents would hand them over. Oh, he's going to make you famous and give you singing lessons and you're going to be the next Britney Spears. Well, how about the parents that encourage their daughters? to? They like that one in Tampa. And I'll never forget that one for some reason. Because it, uh, it was part, it was my people. <laughs> She was like, yeah, they like you. Go over there. They're, you know, no, 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 no. They're, they don't like you. They're trafficking your daughter, you mm. moron. But that's exactly why they would pick those people. They're not going to the country club to try to snake young girls. They would go to these low-income areas with people that are just barely getting by, and all of a sudden they come in real sweet. Look, we're giving her a job. We're flying her across the world. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. And of course, you know, when you're poor, you're like, look, go, 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 go work for the rich man. Like, that sounds great. Next thing you know, That's you how the got movie- Prince Andrew on you. I don't sweat, um, or I didn't sweat at the time. And that was, oh, she, yes. Yes. See, that guy's so full of, you can tell he's making, this guy definitely dead to rights on the list. We got him. Well, that's for sure. what the movie Sound of Freedom, that's how it starts. It's a, it's a lower income family. And they come to her and they're like, your daughter's beautiful. Drop her off here at this time. We're going to take her pictures. We're going to turn her into a model. It's going to be amazing. And the dad's like, all right. And he drops her off and she does get her picture taken, but it's to, it's to traffic her out. Oh, you got to look pretty. Do this. Pose like this. Okay, great. And then he comes back to pick his daughter up. And guess what? It's all dark. Nothing's in there. No one's there. Doors are locked. Where'd she go? Yeah, I mean, powerful people prey on stupid people, and they do it in mass. So when they do bad things, they have a massive support. Yeah, and, and on top of that, like when you know Jeffrey Epstein gets hassled, you know, hey, what about this girl? Well, she, her family's just after money. Do you really think oh, I would engage in such activity? You know, they pick the people that they think that no one's going to believe either. Anyway, you see this teenager that was supposed to fly to Cleveland instead ended up in Puerto Rico? Yes. 15, 16-year-old. So I guess they can fly alone? Yeah. But, I mean, you can fly alone, I think, 13 and up. You just have to have, they'll get escorted onto the plane by someone, usually sit in the front. And- well, there was, like, so many, like, layers of 
check you have to go through that it's like not just one person failed, but a bunch. Mm. So December 22nd, he went uh, to San Juan, Puerto Rico, instead of uh, going to Ohio, Cleveland, where he was supposed to go. He was immediately flown back to Tampa on the same aircraft and accommodated on a flight to Cleveland the following day. Now, you said it's Frontier Airlines, by the way. They allow kids over 15 to fly alone. You said something else about it? Yeah, because I saw somebody post the other day saying that they, does it say it down there? They offered the family like a voucher. They're like, sorry, we lost your kid. Here's the voucher. And they're like, really? Not in the story I got. So okay. they offered him a voucher. That's Yeah, that's what the one I read said they offered the family. They're like, we're sorry for the kid. Like it was luggage. Well, like, well, the kid gets on the wrong plane. Nobody scans the boarding pass because that will tell you immediately when you scan the thing that says, burp, burp. yeah, this isn't your flight, kid. So, what so nobody scans his pass. And you have to remember that they're managed to be enough empty seats on the plane to where the kid had a seat that wasn't occupied by somebody else. And... That would have set up a flag. Both of those good points, but you're probably getting people because nobody wants to work, so you're getting people... That don't give a crap. So they're no. you see them there. You've been on a plane. You see when oh. they scan your thing, they're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, okay, have a nice trip, whatever. They're not looking at that no, stuff. No, no. The height of I don't give a crap has just reached the peak of this holiday season. I can vouch for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, new Florida laws are going to effect yesterday, but obviously officially today. Uh, a few new laws are officially in effect. It's the same old Florida, but with some new rules. Here uh-huh. we go. Move over law. I thought that was already in effect. Nobody, That's you know, we, I pa- we pass all these laws and nobody does anything. I'm on a motorcycle every day, for now it's too cold but I'm a big puss kid. I know. But the thing is, is I see people, I saw a lady the other day that had her cell phone holder right in front of her on the glass. I'm talking like right in her, you know, line of vision, right in front of her. Was she How's a, she supposed to text her friends and watch Netflix and shop on Amazon while she's driving, right? Was she an Uber driver? Because I know sometimes no. the Uber drivers have the phone right there. No. Okay. No, it was right, no, I'm not talking to the side or under the mirror or on the deck. I'm talking about right in the middle of her line of sight was her cell phone. That's, that's a ticket anyway. I've heard of people getting pulled over for having something that's too dangly from their rear view mirror? Dude, it's nobody. I don't see anybody getting pulled over. I see people driving with their head down all the time. I don't know how they don't get killed or Wasn't kill somebody. Wasn't there a don't text and drive law that was supposed yeah, to go passed, into effect? And nobody does anything. The move over law drives me nuts. You sit in the left lane on I four when you're between Daytona and Orlando, and you're going. You're supposed to be going minimums seventy is the speed limit, and you're going fifty five in the left hand lane. I should be able to legally hit you and push you out of the lane. Rick, you can't say that. Well, that's how I feel. Mm. Should we start selling snow plows? No, because then they, you know, that's what the right lanes for. You can even get in the middle lane. Leave the left lane out. So that's what this move over yeah. law is about. Okay. Unless you're passing a car, get out of the lane. Yeah, drivers already have to move over or slow down for stopped emergency vehicles, which they don't do. Mm-mm. I wouldn't want to be a range uh, road ranger here in Orlando. No way. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Nobody moves over. They're going 100 miles an hour, <sighs> looking at their phone, and just plowing down the highway. And the guy's trying to help some old lady change a flat tire, and you just go by and miss him by inches. Nice. Well, you're going by the guy, and then like nobody will move to let you over so you can get out of the way? Yeah, so the moving aside law, which the move over law is in effect, I, pfft, good luck. Financial disclosure. Another law requires more elected officials on the local level to disclose their finances. This is never going to happen. And you know what? They'll come up with some. They'll come up with some um, extra line items in their local, you know, wherever their elected office is, and it'll. They'll say, "Look, that's where this money went here, and this money went." So, come on, man. They got to scrutinize that. Who was that guy that got arrested? Green, Greenfield, Greenwood, who is the local politician? Yeah, he yeah. had his finger in every dirty pie you could imagine. First, they're like, oh, he's embezzling money. And the more they looked, they're like, and he spent it on guns for all the employees. And then he went to the strip club. And then he was gambling. And then he was doing more embezzling. It was just like, it just got deeper and deeper, so. 
in DeBarry when I used to live in DeBarry. Uh-huh. I'll never forget it. Uh, Clint, what was his name? Clint Johnson was mayor for oh, two yeah. seconds. It wasn't him. <laughs> he didn't know what was going on. He, he just... He didn't know. But there was a whole thing going on where the contractors, they were stripping parcels of land. I mean, shaving all the trees off them for big builders without a a contract. Uh -uh. Just, just, is that what you want, Mr.? Uh, I forget his name. I can't even remember. One of the big builders down there who's built like half the community, you know, would would strip land of all the trees. Right. And then then they would say, well, where are the permits? Oh, I don't know. They're up here. And then the FBI came in, took all their computers, and then we never heard anything about it ever again. Yep. Jeez. Funny how that works. Yeah, but now we have a financial disclosure because criminals will disclose if you just make a law. Yeah, they, they just change the disclosure stuff or you run it through a bunch of your family's shell companies or have your son... On the board of a oil company that has, knows nothing about. Just... This bill brings people into compliance with standards already applied to officials like the governor, school board members. It's funny because uh, right before the new year, a bunch of people quit. Oh. <laughs> quit the school board? No, no, no. The, the, this is go- local government. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the other ones are just boring. By the way, uh, how, to, how to start the new year with a... Finding out that another thing that you were told was a big lie. Remember the balloon, the Chinese spy balloon that flew over the country? Right. Yes. And we knew when it was over the Pacific. We knew it was there. Yep. We didn't shoot it down over the Pacific. It went over Alaska, Montana. It took pictures of every, you know, all our strategic military uh-huh. sites. It, uh, we were you stonewalled about it for weeks. And then they didn't want to shoot it down because they didn't want any debris to land on anybody. So they waited till it took pictures of every damn thing in our country. Mm-hmm. Debris. It was over Montana. You know how little... Stuff there is in Montana, you oh. can knock that down over there. And on top of that, you could refuel a fighter jet midair. You can't catch a thing out of the sky. Remember when we shot the $40 million missile and missed? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, it turns out the administration now admits it had an effort to track and hide the Chinese spy balloon from the American public. Well, yeah, you can't have us look like idiots. We intended to study it. We let it pass over, and we didn't want to tell anybody about it, says one whistleblower. These people hate you. Uh-huh. They hate your life. They don't like anything you stand for. They don't like this country. They are the enemy of the country, the people in charge. Absolutely. Either that or they're complete freaking idiots that don't know how to run a candy store. No, they're, they're just selfish people that would rather take your money than go earn it for themselves. And all we got to do is shake my finger in the right way and say the right words in my <laughs> speeches and you'll give me dollars. The senior Biden administration that uh, blew the lid off of this denied that there was any attempt to keep the balloon secret now, of course, because he's scared for his life. Mm. To the extent any of this was kept out of the public's eye is in large part uh, put out there by Intel Equities related to finding and tracking the balloon. I don't know what that means. Mm-mm. I scratched my head last night. There's a ball spot there. <laughs> and I can't ima- I don't know what they're talking. That's what they do, though. See, yeah. the, the, these people, those government types, they'll throw some words at you, sort of like a you know word salad. So you go, oh gosh, they must be really smart. I don't know what I'm talking about, but they clearly do. Look at all the big words they used. No, it's incredible. I mean, re- referring, uh, referring to intelligence gathering on the balloon, uh, it was in large part to protect Intel equities related to finding and tracking. In other words, if we found out what they used to find and track the balloon, then we would be blowing the lid off of something? Uh, yeah, they're like, that sounds important and real. So st- put that in there. Stupid people. Anyway. See, Kamala does the same thing, but she doesn't have as many $10 words. She just tries to string together a bunch of $5 words, and that's where the illusion breaks because people know what those are. (laughs) All right, this is unfortunate. Body of a Florida mom who vanished more than a decade. I remember when the story broke by Disney World. This happened... um, It's 2012, I think. 10 years, more than 10 years ago. 
I guess somebody was out there fishing and through a sonar found this object under the water submerged in a pond right off of I-4 and Disney World exit right there in Kissimmee. Uh, Sunshine State Sonar posted it on Facebook Sunday along with a picture of the vehicle that was taken out of the water. Here's the guy. Of all the cases we were were working, this was the case I was least optimistic about. You know what cracked it was uh, two weeks ago, the detectives from Orlando Police gave us some new information that we could use. Um, and they gave us the location of her last cell phone tower. With that new information, Mike's team put together a map, and they ended up at a retention pond along I-4 and 417 near Disney. I gave it one good swipe, and I remember the big puff, and I'm sitting there with my flashlight just waiting for the silt to clear. And when the silt cleared, I can start seeing the numbers to J. And as soon as I saw the J and the three, I'm like, we have her. Confirmation. We have just found Sandra Lamar. Oh, oh my God. gosh. So why did it take 10 years to, to do that, to sonar the, the pond? I and mean, was it there for the past 10 years, or did it just no, it was recently there. go no, there? No, it, it was there, though, like the whole the time. The whole time. It, <sighs> the, the van is black with, with gunk and... Oh, my god! Yeah, yeah it's it, like this guy's team, like that's what they do. It's like free dive work, and they go look for missing people and cars oh. and stuff like that. But like you said, they had like 64 lakes. I think this is the 64th or 65th body of water they tried looking for her. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So there was a lot of searching beforehand. Well, she had, uh, when she went missing, she was going out on a date with a new guy that nobody had ever met, and that was the last time anybody, anybody had seen her. Oh. So a lot of foul play was suspected, and they think think they'd ever find her, but it turns out she just went off the thing. Ran off the road. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, this is interesting. So uh, there's a new federal home visiting program. What is that? Uh, it classifies parents who don't let their young kids cross-dress dress as potentially abusive, and they must be visited by the new federal home visiting program personnel. What? <laughs> yes. Basically, we're coming for your children. for your kids. The Maternal Infant and Early Childhood Visitation Program called MECHIV (laughs) program is intended to combat abuse and neglect while promoting positive parenting. This is all a big... Right now is a good time. Take your dog out. It's cold out. (laughs) Let your dog take his morning special and you'll see the steam coming off of it. What I'm reading you right now is the steam coming off of the story. It's a big pile of hot, gooey dog duty. Why didn't they put this much effort into trying to stop abuse of actual parents that abuse their children and child trafficking and parents that sell their children? You don't put that much effort into that. That's a great question, isn't it, Jill? It really is a great question. It it, kind of blows the mind that this is what we focus on. By the way, they use your tax dollars to do this. So the guidance offered to government workers who visit homes at the request of families categorizes steering a child away from gender expression. So if your kid just decides one day he's going to dress like a girl and you have a little conversation with him and you, he wants to go to school like that and you want to you know, make sure that this is the right thing and you, you start questioning him, you could be visited and your child could be removed from your home. Just like in California, except federally, we don't want to scare people as much as California just comes right out and says it. We're going to take your kid away from you if you don't right. accept the fact that they are a boy when they're in fact a girl. Or, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, it's right. What am I thinking? There's 600 genders. Ugh. Your boy's a chair, and you, you want to stop him from somebody sitting on him. So then the they just, like, send the troopers in to go t- t- raid your house? 
If the child is rejected by the parents, then they call it rejection because you would ask a question of your child and you don't agree with him being thinking he's a dog and doesn't want to go to school and you know spin around and take a dump in the hallway mm-hmm. at the school, mm-hmm. then you are a bad parent and you will be dealt with you by guess, the... Um, you see that video that was going around recently? It's this guy, he's got his little kid in front of him. He's like, why you can't let kids make their own decisions? Yes. He takes $10,000 cash, sets it in hundreds on the table, and he goes, you can have this $10,000 cash or you can eat these Oreos. I've seen it. And the little kid picks the Oreos every time. He's like, you sure? The kid's like, yeah, the cookie. And he's like, but $10,000, son, you could buy a lot of cookies with this. And he's like, cookie, and still eats the cookie. And he's like, all right, you want to let that kid decide? Yeah. You know, why not let him drive the car? Give him your license. Let him go buy a six-pack. <laughs> like, Wow. Well, I hate to start the year off like this, but look, I, I, we'd just like to be honest with you here. I mean, uh, I know that you're going to watch TV this morning, maybe a little. Maybe you'll hear some other cheesy morning show, and they'll say, well, it's a good time to start your New Year's resolution, and remember, the best thing you can do is go 21 days, and then go back to drinking. Uh, but that's what basically what happens. <laughs> but we're going to tell you the truth. Out of 1,700 people studied this year about their New Year's resolution, only a minority, 8% of those 1,700 would actually make it past the first week. Nuh-uh. I think that's why a lot of people try to dip their toe in the dry January thing. They're like, let's see how many days I can do this. Let's see if I can get 30 days. 30 days isn't that long to not do something when you think about it. You know, yeah. when, when you span it across the whole year, you're like, I should be able to do anything for 30 days. Yeah, but when, okay, giving something up for 30 days is almost easier than trying to do a do new thing. Do something for 30 days. But doesn't well, it, what does it take, two weeks to build a habit? What is it? Yeah, that's the rumor. Well, this is places like uh, Planet Exercise and uh, uh, Crunch Ab Fitness Circus Club. They all. This is where they cash in. This is their big revenue take. This yeah. is the time because what they do is they sign you up. You're all enthusiastic. Oh yeah, I got to look at my new sneakers. My I got my new workout stretchy stuff. Mm-hmm. And look at my stuff and you go in there and you go there for two weeks and you're all gung-ho till it starts to hurt and then you kind of get bored and all of a sudden you miss one you miss two and next thing you know that old card is just racking up dollars and never leaving your wallet and gyms don't care because they got you that's all they want you know that they make all their money all their money is made from people that don't go because yeah. you've ever tried to quit a gym, there's parodies about it all over the place. It's impossible to quit a gym because they got the direct deposit like oh. from your bank account. And you've got to show up in person and have a letter and show us your ID. Oh, that's racist. Is that anyway, an episode of Friends where he's like, I want to quit the gym. Yeah. <laughs> and they like, don't let you. They don't. Because no, you don't. go in and be like, I think I'm ready. Like, well, if you want to be a fat slob, I mean, I suppose. Yeah, yeah sure. We'll fill Maria. your stuff out right now. I mean, I mean this- in her leotard and they make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah. The stunning number is 82%. 82% of people in 30 days will not be going to the gym, but the memberships will go on. They said that if you actually want to join a gym, join it in the springtime because you're more likely to stick to it if you join in the spring. I don't know what the statistics are behind it, but that's what they said. Well, I think if you join any other time but the New Year's resolution mm-hmm. time, you actually may last a little longer. Fun fact, you can work out without a gym. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah, you can do push-up at, push-ups at home for free and there's nobody yelling at you and telling you to wipe your sweat up. Now, if you realize you're only going for a day or so and you're going to quit, there's a place for you. My New Year's resolution is to go to the gym more often, but that sure is going to be hard to keep. That's why there's Resolution Fitness, the only gym where our memberships only last for one day, so you can at least say you tried. I went to Resolution Fitness and walked on the treadmill for 30 seconds and I was exhausted, so I 
I went home. Resolution fulfilled. You'll love the feeling of pride you get at Resolution Fitness. All right, a five-pound dumbbell. Let's do this. Oh, one. All right, time to leave. Bring on 2025. It's Resolution <laughs> Fitness. Keep your New Year's resolution to go to the gym today. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Sunny FM. Having fun with a world gone crazy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Having fun with a world gone crazy. Crazy Talk brought to you by All Electric Services. So this is the time of year, I think we knew it was coming, where it's like the year in review. Here's what's trending this year, and here's what was trending last year, and here's what's trending next year and the year after that. But these are the fun things. What are the countries, Rick, you always do better at recapping the uh, one country, they get things stuck up their noses. One country, they they <clears throat> swallow things. And the other country, they get things stuck in other orifices. What? Well, China's the orifices country. Okay. Uh, India is the uh, staring a snake in the f- a poisonous snake in the face and getting your tongue ripped out. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then uh, the United States is where mostly uh, oddly shaped, um, sometimes, sometimes it's an adult toy, but most of the time it's just oddly shaped things, salt shakers and stuff up your rectum. Gotcha. We won, we won that one. So this is from emergency rooms. They keep detailed records, you know, and I told you about my new favorite show called It Got Stuck, which is the most ridiculous thing in the world. And it's not just that. Like, I told you one lady came in, she had a heel through her eyeball. It was like, how does that oh even... Oh, my God. She's got a bar fight, I think. So this one is things that people got stuck in their throats, 2023 year in review. I don't understand half of these. Like a coat hanger. How does that happen? Well, I was Are trying, you trying to, to get something some, out. Yeah, you're trying to get some food out to get stuck. So I'll lock my car door. This one, although you go, what? I could see how it would happen if you're careless. The cough medicine cup, the little measuring cup that you take the cough medicine right, with. Right, right, right. They're biodegradable, right? You just eat the whole thing. <laughs> The little plastic table from the pizza box that keeps the box from touching the, touch the top of the How do you get that thing all the way in there? Maybe I just got a small mouth, but... This one's great. <laughs> toothpaste followed by a toothbrush and the toothpaste container. No floss? Just put it all down there. 
This is down the throat? Yes. A fishing weight. Well, yeah. Seems more comfortable than the pizza table. Anything pointy, I think, would just be unpleasant at that point. Why? why how does this happen? Do we have any descriptions of how this occurred? It or? just says the ERs keep detailed records of people that come through their doors. These are the most interesting items that people ended up sticking in their mouths and down their throats in 2023 that actually needed medical attention. Look, wow. a slinky. Um, uh, ketchup packets, you know... Um, Condiments like the little ranch container. You're that the, drunk when you're eating your your munchy food and you just shove it down your throat. Hey guys, watch this. Those I think could be a dare. Like, oh, just eat the whole pack. And they're like, look at him, he's so stupid. Like that could be it. Hmm. A dreidel. Oh, <laughs> wait a second. Um, one guy said he felt like he had something in the back of his throat, so he used a pair of tweezers to grab it, and he actually swallowed the tweezers. Oh, see, what do you lose control of the large <laughs> tweezers? I don't know. Two engagement rings? Why two? That's because random. she got mad at him. He was cheating. She grabbed hers and his and just ate him. That I'm going to take him to the pawn shop right now. No, you're not. Exactly. That that one I can see. A uh, fidget spinner. That's rough. Yeah. It's and then for your fingers only. A zipper. Don't know. I don't. I can't even explain well, that one. Well, probably some... some Never mind. Okay. Some sex play. Mm, the zipper, though? Watch me. I won't use my hands. Well, you're supposed to... T- uh, oh, 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 you ate the pants. Okay. <laughs> and the zipper. That's nice work. Huh? You want some water? <laughs> so did you guys hear about Paula Abdul? No, what happened here? So, you, uh, obviously, you remember she was a judge on American Idol. Still, to this day, one of my favorites because, you know, I love a little bit of crazy. She's always high. That's what was so funny about it. Like, Simon was great. He went away, got boring. She was still a little nutso. They tried to keep Randy. Nobody cared about him. So what happened? So she filed a lawsuit against the producer of American Idol on the grounds of sexual assault and battery, sexual harassment, gender violence, and negligence. She said that the... Um, the producer apparently verbally insulted and belittled her in 2001, probably because she was drunk and he was yelling at her. But uh, once she joined the show, she accused him of assaulting her in an elevator, said that he didn't speak to her out of retaliation because I guess she went to some higher ups. Nothing was really done. Mm-hmm. He again tried to force himself on her after a dinner at his home. Now, here, here's where I have to stop for a second. That was in 2014. Now, if you were in a meeting in 2001 and he belittles you, this is before you joined the show. You join the show anyway, knowing that he's the producer. That's bad move, number one. Number two, he assaults you in an elevator, okay? You report it, nothing happens. Why are you at this man's house for a dinner 13 years later? Wow, good point. Because she said, well, he tried to force himself on me in 20... Well, why are you even associate? Why are you there? She's such a hack, but think about it. This is the woman that Borat, or, you know, what's his name? Cohen actually... In- Got him to her to his house to sit on a Mexican, telling them, telling her that that was a uh, his furniture. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? Yeah, that was bad. I mean, was that real? That was real, I right? No, I don't know. Uh, if you don't know the movie uh, Borat, she was invited to his house, right, right, right. To, to interview to get interviewed. And they're or, sitting on people, right? And it's uh, there's yeah, there's, there's no furniture. There's four Mexicans in the house, and uh, Borat says, "All right, guys, bend over," and they all lay down on all fours, and he goes, "Go ahead, sit down." Like they're the chair. That they're the chair. Right, I and, remember it. And then she puts up a little little bit of a. Uh, Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, yeah, but she goes ahead and sits on one. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this story you just read, who cares what she said? She's either really stupid or she's. 
extremely high. And don't get me wrong, I'm not excusing away any kind of sexual assault of no. any kind, but no. why would you put, why would you be in that position if so Yeah, it's not like she needs the money. You're Paula Abdul. Well, we don't know about her finances. Who knows? Yeah, yeah she went I mean, from Laker girl to choreographer to singer and then American Idol judge and I understand and that that was any off the royalties now or Well, that was probably that? a when American Idol first started, that was probably a lot of money, I'm guessing, for oh, yeah. them at the time. Yeah. I don't even know what they get now. I'm sure it's a lot. But, like, I'm talking about Katy Perry and Luke Bryan and what's the other one's name? Lionel Richie. Millions. The judge they now. get millions a year. I'm sure. But, like, for me, and I guess I can only speak for myself, if somebody had tried to force himself on me in an elevator, you're going to invite me to dinner 10 years later and I'm going to accept that invitation? What's that, what's that no, even about? I'll be going to court for assault. I don't even understand. Yeah, see, he touched me, Your Honor. I broke his arm in eight places. That's mm-hmm. just what happened. You guys have probably never watched Beverly Hills 902 and 0, but I'm sure you've seen Sharknado and you know who Ian Ziering is. Oh, no, yeah. But I've he's seen the redheaded guy. So he's the main guy in okay. Sharknado with the blonde curly hair. All right. Um, he had, uh, I guess, a close call. This was New Year's Eve. This is what you should never do on New Year's Eve. First of all, uh, you're out driving around. He said, this was all recorded on video from somebody else because that's what you do these days. You don't jump in and help. You just start recording. There was a biker group. They say, This says biker gang in this story. I'm not positive that it was a gang, but that's what this story says. An L.A. biker gang, I guess, that were weaving in and out of cars. You know how sometimes they do when you're on the highway mm-hmm. or on the street and they're zipping through you? So I guess one of them hit his car. So he followed them, got out, started yelling at the dude about hitting his car with his bike, and then... Before you know it, not just one dude, but all of them get off their bikes and they start beating the crap out of Ian Zero. Oh, tough oh. biker guys. Can't let one guy fight his fight. You have to back him up. So, oh, well, the, also the other thing, it's like you want to jump in and help, but gang of biker guys? Being well, a Hollywood celebrity? It says here, uh, jump in? no arrests have been made, which is crazy and weird. This smells weird to me. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Ian okay. Zero was probably trying to buy drugs because New Year's Eve. And drug deal went awry, got whomped. You think? You, I mean, oh, you think this is Jesse Smollett? He's, he has time to follow a biker because he hit his car. You're rich. Buy another one. What are you worried about? A I New Year's know. Eve that you have nothing to do. You're going to follow the biker gang. Well, that just seems unwise to do that anyway. You know what I'm saying? He it just mad. smells fishy. Yeah. I think he was trying to do something nefarious, and then it didn't work out the way he'd hoped, and now he needs a cover story. Oh. But that's just my speculation. think he was going for some man-on-man action with one of the biker dudes? No, come no. on now. I'm just, just throwing it in. You're throwing everything in there. I'm going to join in. I'm just saying, New Year's Eve, you're just going to stop the middle of your stuff to go no. follow the biker. That's what it says. No, I guess the biker mm-hmm. turned him down. He got mad. Frick, stop. What? I'm just saying. Everything has to be a, a sex proposition with you. Uh, until the story comes out tomorrow. Follow-up story. He was actually hitting on one of the biker men. Now, do you think that 2024 is the year that the Property Brothers are going to come forward since you have I that theory? I don't know. I don't know. It must have gotten back to them because now they're trying to differentiate themselves from each other. One's got a beard. The mm-hmm. other's not got a, you know I mean? I mean, yeah. they're both getting married. One's married, one's getting married. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably Zoe Deschanel going, look, you guys got to start wearing our different outfits. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm over you, both of you guys. So Taylor Swift passed. You want to gr- grumble? You haven't grumbled in a while, right? We haven't been here for a little bit. I'm assuming the grumbles have, have been at an all-time low Give me a few vacation. days to work one up. Okay. She passed Elvis for uh, the most weeks at number one on the Billboard 200. I'm sure a lot of Elvis fans are not happy about that. I'm not an Elvis fan, but I can understand Elvis fans, and that, yeah. that's a real punch in the gut. But- more importantly, this is really funny. 
So she has been going to all the Kansas City games over the break. There's a lot of football, you know, Christmas Day and New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. There's a lot of football. Um, I kind of got over it. I, lo- I love football, and I was even over it. I'm like, I can't take any more football, no more football. But she was there at the game. She was there on Christmas Day. She was there on New Year's Eve. Oh, my God. What was she wearing? She had a Santa hat on that had his number on the rim. Oh, my God. It's so cute. I'm going to get one. Did you see her new letter jacket? Her She's new got a letter. brand new custom uh, Chiefs. No, well, I'm serious. Oh, I thought you were making a joke. No, I'm not making a joke. It's, it's actually amazing. Is it really? It's, yeah, it's custom made leather Chiefs jacket, big one. I'm crying out. Loud. I'm not even a fan. I'd love to have that. You didn't see it? No. Oh, I'll yeah. have to look it up. But the funny thing is, is it's not, I don't even know if you would call it funny, but. He's not doing so well with her at the games now. Like, he had a well, temper no. tantrum the other day, threw his helmet. Well, you know what his friends are doing on the field there? Why don't you go talk to your little girl there and see what's going on with our defense, huh? Well, for a long time, they loved having her there because you get all these new football fans that are tuning in. So the television stations love it. Their viewership is up. People are buying tickets to the game. People are buying NFL merchandise that are like Swifty's mom's. That are buying them so their little girls can have a Kelsey jersey on oh. and be like Taylor Swift. But there's a new nickname. Do you hear about this? No. She has a new nickname oh. amongst Kansas City Chiefs fans. Oh, boy. Well, we'll find out what that's all about. Football Films presents Taylor Swift's new nickname. The musical maven has many monikers. Tay, Tay-Tay. Swifty and T-Swizzle. But now, disgruntled Chiefs fans call her Yoko Swifto. (laughs) Just as Yoko Ono is blamed for the demise of the Beatles, the Arrowhead faithful are pointing their finger in the same direction as every TV camera. The luxury box. What else is to blame? Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid spending every free moment shooting steak farm commercials? No. The downfall of their dynasty is due to the distraction of a diva. Yoko Swifto, Taylor Swift's new nickname. I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy talk. You know, it's just easier to call you stupid. Now, stupid news on the Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Spokestag. All right, let's talk about uh, racist uh, elitist snobs, shall we? Okay. Oh, it's not the update yet. What? Frida Jackson's two-week vacation ended up being ruined because of something that an outside observer might have seen coming a mile away. The 81-year-old woman booked her trip to Benidorm, Spain through a travel operator, Thomas Cook. Then the dream vacation took a turn when Jackson realized the hotel... Hold on. Did, did I queue up for the new year my new den-den-den? Uh-oh. I'll just use the old den-den-den. You have a new den-den-den? I know. I had I one ready to go, and I just didn't load it this morning. I was busy taking a shower and all. I don't even have the old den-den-den. Do you have a den-den-den over there? I think so. You really could use a den-den-den right at this moment. Well, if you find it, let me know. Anyway, going back here. The 81-year-old woman booked her trip to Spain. Travel operator Thomas Cook said, The dream vacation took a turn for the worse when Jackson realized the hotel she was staying in in Spain was full of... Spanish people. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Wow. It's a low budget show. (laughs) Then the dream vacation went sour. Uh, She said there were too many Spaniards in the hotel. She wanted, she says, oddly enough, I know this is strange, the entertainment was all focused on catering to Spanish people. 
Thomas Cook is quoting her now, saying in the hotel while she's there, can't these Spanish people go somewhere else? <laughs> you think I was in Spain or something? She demanded a full refund over $1,400 she paid for the trip and declined the $95 voucher they offered her. How do you, Why would you offer a racist a voucher? Stop. However, because of a change to her flight schedule, Jackson was later offered a refund of $720, which she was split between her and her travel companion, racist number two. This has to be going around because I saw online, I was going to get it for you, and I thought, oh, it's just too dumb. This lady is standing there, and a news station is interviewing her, and she's in Finland. And she's like, there's too many Finnish people here. And they're like, you're in Finland. And the, that's what the news guys were yeah, I don't understand. There's no diversity here. It is all people from Finland, all people that were born and raised here. All you do is you look around, and it's nothing but Finnish people. And he's like, again, you're in Finland. Oh, you got to get that. Like, it's ridiculous. Maybe I should try that. Go to Home Depot and be like, there's no milk or groceries here anywhere. It's, it's like it's all home improvement stuff. I want a <laughs> refund and a coupon. Hellsbury County over the weekend, Sheriff's Office reported there was a one-car crash. This guy on East Barris Avenue in North Nebraska Avenue in Tampa just around 7 p.m. drove off the road, passed the tree, almost killed himself, into an embankment into a big pile of mud and goo. Oh. oh. Runs out of the car. The Sheriff's Department issues a helicopter overhead. They're looking at him and reporting... Looking at the train tracks, we made it about, I don't know, 200 feet down before he decided to jump over the fence. I didn't continue with him, but we got a perimeter set up pretty quickly to lock him down. I think we got him in there. Yeah, he's probably a drunk driver or who knows what the problem is, but they feel, you know, this has turned into a bit of a chase, foot chase. Uh, now, he sits down at some point and like in a little berm, is that the right word? A little dirt? Yeah. Yeah. little wall of dirt. All right, we do have a subject just north of a tree. He's on the southeast corner. Looks like it's uh, he's in a culvert. He's you won't be able to see him from where you're at. Yeah. Because it's a culvert. I just realized. But you are right across from him. So all of a sudden, he's in like this pit of soil, and he starts making mud angels. You know, like snow angels. Yeah. He starts, right. You could see it from the uh, the uh, what's it called? One of those heat heat. He just thought, screw it. Oh, like the thermal cameras? The thermal cameras. You could see his glow of his body, and he's doing snow angels in the mud. Dude. She wants to have some fun. Yeah, and then he starts running off. and Yeah, just so you all know, he's just sort of casually laying there with his arm behind his head. Definitely with shorts. Got his right arm behind his head and his left arm. And right then after that, he starts doing the snow. Then he starts uh, talking on the cell phone, lies down again in the mud. (laughs) It's drunk. It's got to be meth. Blast. Something. Something. So this uh, Texas coach, it's a middle school. He's a soccer coach. He's not even the head coach. He's an assistant coach. But he thought he wanted to get closer to the kids. So he took all the middle schoolers to a Houston strip club where he spent $5,455.81 at the men's club of Houston. Middle Wait, schoulers? He, yeah. To the strip club? Yep. During they the just not card him or what? Oh, no. He was arrested. Well, no. At the strip club? I don't know what happened. They don't He's mention- like, oh, I just rent out the whole place for a kid's birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, he was arrested and paid his bail, and the case is upcoming, according to the Wise County District Attorney. I know a lot of students are probably showing him support. That well, the middle bit. school is what I can't get over. High school, I can, not that it's any better, Shows but at least like, now that might be okay. No, but they're <laughs> at least 17, 18 if they're, you know, seniors, but middle, middle schoolers are 12 and 13 and 14. Well, he used his district card to pay for the stuff, so it wasn't like he was spending oh, his own money. Yeah, at least it wasn't out of his pocket. And there's no evidence that he really did take the kids inside, although he did spend the money in the strip club. And you kids wait here on the bus. I'll be right back. Oh. <laughs> Don't know. Don't know what happened there. Finally, uh, love is in the air. It's a new year. It's time for a new love. Self-proclaimed 
Ecosexual. Oh, boy. I love the ecosystems. I really love them. Took nature loving to the extreme oh this boy. weekend after becoming infatuated with an oak tree. Oh, and she sat on it? Stop. She says she's filled with erotic energy. No, that's a spiny branch. Uh, anyway, there was an eroticism with something so big that's so... Okay, that's what she I said. I had to hold myself back, she said. <laughs> Sonia Semyonova, 45, told SWN News. She's always had... Do you have the 10, 10, 10 ready? Uh-huh. She's always had a forest fetish. <laughs> Can we stop making things up? That's not a thing. <laughs> Yeah. Coming to TV, it's the Golden Oak Bachelor. Watch as this oak tree tries to find love. So what do you do for fun? I am Groot. Oh, nice. I like to jog. Do you ever jog? I am Groot. Oh, right. You're a tree. You kind of just stay in one spot, don't you? I am Groot. Right. The Golden Oak Bachelor. Tree, I think I'm falling in love with you. Kiss me. <laughs> Don't miss it. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Sunny FM. Having fun with a world gone crazy. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with a world gone crazy. All right, let's start out with uh, Ryan Seacrest making somebody faint on national television New Year's Eve. I don't know. I don't know what Powerball this is. I don't understand because the uh, eight hundred and ten million dollars, somebody won that in Michigan. This was just a million bucks. It was oh. New Year's Eve, and it was called Powerball. Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve is where it was given away. She got the big cardboard check, and then she fainted. Pick a winner now. Number one, congratulations. Number one, Pamela, you're a millionaire. And then she falls to the ground and faints. Then she gets up and crushes Ryan Seacrest. Crushes him. It says she was the first Powerball winner in 2024. Is that correct? Doesn't make any sense. She literally took Ryan Seacrest down. Somebody else had to help Ryan try to stay up against her. She was a moose. She was definitely a linebacker for Green Bay. I mean, she was huge. She's excited. She's tall. Big, 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 big woman. Not not, you know, not heavy, big, <laughs> bigly, stop, bigly huge. Anyway, uh, yeah, she tackled him, man. She almost broke him in half. She almost broke the Ryan in half. Oof. So anyway, she got a million bucks. I have no understanding of it at all. It was a little uh, ping pong, uh, ping pong ball machine. Yeah. Uh, the number one came out, and she was number one, and she won a million bucks. That's nice. And she actually thinks that she's gonna get the million bucks. That's what's funny. Oh yeah, she's gonna have to pay taxes on it, and then she's gonna end up with a. Uh, and you know those people again from that book I read. I, I I looked for it this weekend. I know it's in my attic in a box somewhere. Yeah. Because I got to bring it in because I remember some of the stats on that book about lottery winners, and one of them is the small winners lose the money quicker than anybody else. Well, less less to lose. Like, yeah. well, not only that, people like this hear a million dollars and they think Jeff, they think Bezos, mm-hmm. they think Musk, they don't get it. They yeah, really cognitively don't understand that a million bucks it's after a new taxes this year. is nothing left. Have you seen that show called My Lottery Dream Home where they win the yeah. lottery and then they go pick out the house? Yeah. And uh, the host, I think, lives here in Orlando, by the way. Um, so they're picking their houses out, but 
at the beginning, they'll tell you how much they won. And some people are like, oh, I won $500,000. And it's like, okay. So then their budget for their house is like $200,000. But then some people are like, I won $2 million, I won $3 million. And their budget for their house is a million. And I'm like, how? Yeah, you can't. That's th- How, though? Because you have, uh, you probably only got half of that. Yeah. Then, then you're, re- so you're spending all of it on the house. Every, la- you're, all of it. Well, again, I told you, it's just a lack of understanding how money works. And, you know, I mean, I, if you win two million, you end up with what, 12, 1.2 million after taxes. Ish. You probably spend half a million on a house at most. I mean, you have other things you want to put that in investments. You don't want to spend a million dollars in a house. That's what I'm saying. But it sounded that some of these people weren't the smartest thing in the world because they were like, I got a million dollars. My budget's a million dollars. It's like, no, I don't think that. Did you, you see the guy, I the same show. Did you see the guy in Palm Bay? He won like five million. He won a good chunk yeah. and bought himself a, a decent, you know, mini mansion. The taste. Oh. Money cannot buy oh, taste. I say that buy. every time. They're from Long Island. And if you know people from Long Island, you know what I'm saying. It's all ornate gold. Put their initials on the front door marble, you know, on the floor. And Look the like way Caesar's they, Palace. You know, Tito and 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 Angela. And I judge them <laughs> by the way they dress because that's what oh, you yeah, do yeah. when you watch television. You judge all the people on there. And so you look at them and you go, hmm, let me see what kind of taste you're going to have. And then they always pick the one that's not practical. This one couple goes in there like, we want rooms for all of our kids. It's going to be so amazing. They're going to come visit us with the grandkids. And they pick the one bedroom house. I'm like, what, what are you doing? Where's everybody sleeping? What's happening? Right. Hey, this this fabric on the couch, what is it? Does it have a name? Money. Huh? Its name is Money. Oh, Jillian selected it. <laughs> Good guess. Rand Paul unveils this every year. It's called the Festivus List. Yes, it's off the Seinfeld Festivus for the rest of us. I love this. It's the wasteful spending our government does on your tired, going-to-work ass every day uh-huh. back. Okay? So a third of the year that you work for free... This is what they're spending that on. This is just the tip of the iceberg. This year, he's uh, put together the $900 billion in wasteful government spending. Think about that. We've given Ukraine one-ninth of that, okay? $900 billion. Here's some of the things on that list. It surged, by the way. Every year, it goes up just out of control. Um, the PPP loans, remember those? They were yeah. like during the COVID mm-hmm. thing. It was called the- um, The PP loan. The PP, uh, it was the something protection for, for employees, so you wouldn't fire your employees right. or not pay them. The pay pay payroll protection pod. <laughs> Great guesses all around. All right. So anyway, there were a lot of fraudsters involved uh-huh. in that. So uh, in the uh, in the cauldron of fraudsters, there was one set of fraudsters that used and obtained a loan using Barbie dolls false ID to get the funds, and they got them. Barbie's ID? Yes. They got uh, $2.7 million in grants. $6 million, I'm sorry. Uh, for And used Barbie ID. Mm-hmm. Barbie. Bar- Barbie. 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 Yeah. Like Barbie. Oh. Like Barbie. They got their COVID relief funds from the Paycheck Protection Program. There it is. Other expenses highlighted in the $659 billion for national debt interest. $659, $659 million just for the interest on our debt. We're $33 trillion in debt. Just the interest. That, that, that means like if you call the bank and your credit card's like $10,000 balance and you want to just pay the interest. Uh-huh. That's what they. That's what the interest payment is oh, on our debt. Six hundred fifty nine billion. But you didn't pay twenty dollars in taxes. We right. got to come after you. Right. But our debt is not enough. We have to increase it by doing things like this. Six million for boosting Egyptian tourism. 
I mean, see, you, why can't I spend now, my money like that? Then the government can. Now, you see, I don't want to have to do this for everybody, but if you think back, you really think about the way things go. Remember uh, Bob Menendez in New Jersey? Remember how he's helping some agricultural industries in Egypt? Oh, Remember how yeah. they were taking, you know, they're paying Bob and Gold bars to come here and kind of influence our government uh-huh. to allow these Egyptians to do a little farm work here. Uh-huh. So it's called influence, influence peddling. It's actually called bribery. I'm not saying it's tied with this, but it's interesting, isn't it, that we spend $6 million on Egyptian tourism. It's all payoffs, all of this. Uh, how about this? The National Institute of Health took a portion, $2.7 million, to study Russian cats. For and, what? And how they walk on treadmills. Who cares? This is a real story. Hmm. $33 million for the operation of Dr. Anthony Fauci's state-owned research lab, which he hasn't been in yet. This is, this is, this is, this is, you can see the report for yourself. Uh, how about this one? Oh, this is, this is the best one. This is the paste of resistance. Ready? Not the paste. A $200 million grant to struggling musici- musicians such as Post Malone, Chris Brown, and Lil Wayne. Why? The unknown sum was allocated by uh, the Small Business Administration to struggling musicians. I don't think they're struggling. I don't think so either. At one point, Jill, they must have been struggling because they needed the struggling musician loan. No, our friends Twangy and Twangy needed that. Not post Malone. I can't, I can't stop myself. Researchers found that Labrador's fur color did not affect their body temperature after a long study by the USDA, which cost $4.3 million. You could retire on what it cost to study the fur on these dogs. Wow. These labs. Who cares? Is that is that detrimental to us as a nation? No, dude. These are all payoffs. China's already knows what happened with the dog's fur. We're, we're behind the other countries. Like, how do you justify that? You bring that before a board because you can't just spend the money willy-nilly. You got to ask somebody. It's not like they just give you credit cards. I know. In Florida, it is clear. Everybody down there. You know, you can't really argue with that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I love Florida. Oh, I've lived here most of my life. I, I love it here. But you know, we are uh, a collective of of nuts. I mean, there is a lot of stuff that comes in here that we, I don't understand, right. but it's here. So we might as well embrace it. Florida woman found herself behind bars after she allegedly got into a physical physical altercation with her husband over a pack of cigarettes. Wait, cigarettes led to fisticuffs? How? Jasmine Cummings was arrested and charged with battery after two of her kids told cops about the incident that unfolded in her mobile home neighborhood right off of 44 there, up where I live up there. Oh, there goes those Christmas presents. You yeah, ran it on mom. Up there in Wildwood happened Wednesday. 31-year-old woman told cops she hit her husband multiple times due to him making statements about her mother. He reportedly <laughs> took some cigarettes from her, which is what really sparked the fight. According to the affidavit, she also told cops she punched him in the face with a closed fist several times. Mm. She offered that up. Really? Yeah. He deserved it. Now, do you ever hear the part where anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law? What that is. Oh, geez. All right. This woman comes home, Orange County, right here, comes home, and uh, she's trying to sell her house, by the way, but she has to just put it on pause for a second. 
Her driveway. Somebody stole the driveway. How does that happen? They stole the bulldozer. My driveway's gone. Someone took her driveway as she was trying to get ready for Christmas. Yeah. After the cops uh, spoke to them, they called me back and they said that he said it was a mistake. He just got the address wrong. Nothing else will happen again. One week later, this image from Brochu's doorbell camera captured a bulldozer tearing out the concrete and hauling it away. Real estate agent Rocky Sanchez is helping Brochu sell her home. I'm Rocky Sanchez. Actually, it's a, it's a girl, believe it or not. <laughs> she oh, posted wow. about the situation in a Facebook group for realtors and believes Brochu is the victim of a scam. So the scam is that these guys will drive around, see a house for sale, and then they take advantage of the fact that the house is for sale, and they'll call as the homeowner and say, hey, I need my new roof, quickly. Yeah, and some, I don't know how they get the money, though. That's the part I don't understand. Yeah. Police have launched a criminal investigation into the situation, but Brochu needs additional help. She says she just replaced the roof and made other investments and doesn't have the $10,000 she's been quoted to replace the concrete. No one's going to buy this. This brings down the property now, and that just messes it up for me and my family. Yeah, she's got a GoFundMe account in case you want to look Wait, it up. Um, so somebody steals the driveway? Yeah, I don't I don't know how the... How are you making money on that? You're not really I, selling it. I don't know, dude, but it's happening a lot. People are called at a house that don't own the house, and it's usually a house for sale. I don't know. And so you're stealing the driveway to not sell it to anybody? It no, sounds like I you're doing work for free. I don't know. I really don't know. All right, a Delta Airlines employee stands up to the BS that we have called the transgender ideology. These are people that go out there in virtue signal and they just get make themselves all powerful feeling, and there really is no basis behind it. These are people that just start stuff. They're instigators. And finally, somebody was like, you know what? Enough is enough. And Delta Airlines, surprisingly enough, because they're definitely one of those companies that uh, subscribes to the ESG format. Uh -huh. If you don't know what that is, look up uh, BlackRock. And uh, yeah, they support him on this. So this transgender guy's giving this guy a hard time. And what about when an adult employee misgenders you I'm intentionally? So sorry, while, she's talk while he's talking, you're talking. You just misgendered me again. All right, so there's two employees behind the counter. There's this guy. He's uh, obviously uh, with the airline. He's got the airline suit. I think he handles luggage. And then there's a woman there that just misgendered. It, it just, it just could stop. She misgendered somebody. First of all, you look at the pictures. The girl is a girl. She's not a dude, and the dude's not a girl. They look like what they are. Technically, okay? they're not misgendering you. You're misgendering yourself. Yeah, and we don't want to play your fantasy game. So anyway, they go on, and uh, he says, oh, well, she just misgendered me again. Okay. No. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal... That's also well, she did do it intentionally twice. You talking to me too? You said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have full authority escort you out the building right this moment. If you want to play that game with me, okay. So would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'm good. I'll just put this on. Oh, I'm bail. I'm bail. Screw you. No, he goes. I'm good. I'll just put this on. Oh. He backed down because mm -hmm. the guy was like, "You want to leave? You want to leave? I can have you thrown out if that's where you want to go with it." Yeah, you want to be a jerk about it? That's all it's about. It's not. This has nothing to do with any sexual orientation whatsoever. No, and half these people probably aren't really offended. They just realize that if I say it, I could get something for it. Well, perspective too. Like I told you, I sent you that Jillian Michaels perspective is like if that's what, that's the kind of thing that ruins your day. You want me to play it? Is yeah. It? Okay, here it is. You should not have to refer to yourself as cisgender at all. And now you're watching Gen Z like, oh, you got my label wrong. I'm like, oh my God. 
What is that? Right. My kids, they try to talk to me about pronouns. I made my daughter watch a documentary on North Korea. I was like, honey, if this is the that's gonna rub you the wrong way. <laughs> I think you need some perspective. What do you say to those that say that transgender athletes should compete against women? Sports is biological. It just is. You're starting to actually see women get hurt. So Fallon Fox, for example, is an MMA fighter, a transgender female beating the out of biological women. If my son came to me and said, I want to do puberty blockers, it would be a non-starter, a no way, because I want his body to develop properly. This is about health. You've got big pharma going in and corrupting our institutions of trust. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, that's a transition is a money-making deal for the medical industry. Think about it. You got to be on these pills for the rest Ever. of your life. You need all these surgeries. Each one costs a new car. Like, you're making money hand over fist on that. Yep. Now, uh, some Trump news here. You haven't heard much about Trump over the holidays, I'm sure. Of course, he's been uh, delisted as a uh, contender in the Republican primary by Colorado, and that's going to go to the Supreme Court, also by Maine. Maine's a little different. In Colorado, it was the Colorado State Supreme Court that decided four to five that, oh, we're not, we can't have him on the ballot because he's an insurrectionist. They're talking about January 6th. You know, the insurrection where, the, where all these guys that were masked in black masks, organized, rushed the Capitol building. They were armed with heavy arms artillery and they were armed with automatic weapons and when they burst into the Capitol building they shot everybody in there they went upstairs and they found Nancy Pelosi and tied her to a chair and then on national TV by the way they hijacked a TV station in DC and they went nationwide do you remember all this no. and then they put a gun to her head and they made her read a statement that now the United States is being run by the new United States government which is them the 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 scruffies they call them, it's not very threatening, but that's what they call themselves. You didn't see all that? That's no. an insurrection. And then there was a whole new government. And then our military had to move in and take down these terrorists, these, these insurrectionists. And there was a big big war in Washington. And finally, our U.S. military prevailed and everything was brought back to sanity. Yeah, I seem to remember the cops letting people in. Yeah. So anyway, that's what they're basing their whole thing on. Uh, an amendment in the Constitution, which is really not is not about this, but they used it to delist Trump from the Colorado. And in Maine, they just, this woman, Katrina Smith, I, I, yeah, I judge people uh -oh. by their looks sometimes. I know it's not right, but you know what? It works. Everybody does it. And if you say you don't, you're a liar. So yeah. It's, it's okay. So anyway, she is a weasel. She looks like a weasel. She it, When she gets hungry, she goes by trees and looks and goes... <laughs> Goes like that. She's got the weasley teeth. Okay. She quacks like a weasel. Does they, they quack? Yeah. So anyway, she decided on her own. She's not a, a, a state supreme court. She's not a. She's not the governor. She's just. She didn't have any executive. Uh, executive. Um, uh, what's that called? Executive authority. Authority. You know. She's just a state attorney general. Okay. So she decided. Well, Trump can't be on the ballot. An administrative person in the state of Maine has decided that my constituents, the people of Maine, will not have a voice. It's, it's horrifying. No, when I was in an alternate universe, I sat at the hearing for five of the eight hours, and what I saw for the evidence that they presented to make this happen was insane. They used CNN, they used MSNBC, they used clips of President Trump speaking at his rallies. Nothing that any fair and impartial person would use as evidence to actually take Donald Trump off the ballot. Yeah, I mean, first of all, you got to realize the uh, the whole uh, impeachment and the in January 6th, the hearing that... Uh, remember 
remember that they hired the ABC's top producer to uh -huh. produce because it was a TV show, it was theater. Nobody found Trump guilty of anything. There wasn't a real trial. As a matter of fact, both impeachments, he was never uh, convicted. So he's not guilty of any insurrection or anything like an insurrection or anything at all. So anyway, they're using that. So they got together and played clips of MSNBC, CNN, you heard her, to each other and yeah. decided, well, yeah, that's enough evidence. Nancy Pelosi's daughter was filming the whole thing for her documentary. So this weasel, Sheena Bellows, gets up there and goes, oh, well, I'm taking him off. He's not going to be available. It was not a close call on the question of whether January 6, 2021 was an insurrection. The events of January 6, 2021 were unprecedented and tragic. No, they were Talks also like that. they were also exacerbated by the FBI and other intelligence agencies. Yeah, we saw the video that came out way after the fact that showed the cops putting a guy in handcuffs, walking around the corner and undoing the cuffs and giving him a fist bump. Yep. We saw all the video of them letting people walk in past like five cops. But you know there's people out there that will go, that's a great thing, good for them, good for them for taking Trump off the ballot. Whether you like Trump or not. You need to realize what they're doing. Yeah, because today it's Trump, tomorrow it's you. Right. And nobody gets it. Nobody catches on until it is them. And they're like, wait, no, I, I don't want this. And it's like, well, that's what we were trying to tell you the whole time. But it worked when it was for your team. And yep. then the minute it's not for your team, it's... Then you have a problem with it. Let me see if this is that. You don't have to like Trump to acknowledge how scary this is. I don't like your opinion, so I'm going to do everything in my power to censor you. Yeah. Or it's the slipperiest slope possible. It's like now, because you don't like what this guy has to say, this guy meaning our former president, potentially could be our future president. So we're just going to start, you know, manipulating laws and amendments and try to find a way to keep him out of power, even though if he's so bad for the country, don't worry, because people won't vote for him. It's scary. It's Trump today. It's going to be someone else tomorrow. And then there's no line between who we're censoring and who we're preventing from potentially being our president. Isn't it amazing? You just yeah. said that. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't play that. By the way, using the same thing, because, you know, they're using the 14th Amendment to uh, say that Trump was engaged in insurrection. Well, I started doing a little digging. Did you know that article, uh, the article for Section 4 of the United States Constitution, the same document they're using to get Trump off the ballot, requires the government to defend and protect its borders? Uh -huh. If our government does not uphold this, I'm reading from there, the Constitution authorizes its free citizens to defend and protect themselves and their state in a place of a treasonous government. More interesting is under Article 3, Section 3 of the Constitution, it declares that the government will give comfort and aid to a hostile foreign invasion when the borders are not protected. And that, my friends, is labeled treason. It's clearly spelled out. So really, this is what this is more proof to me. And you think I'm going to say something else that Republicans are a bunch of not do nothing, sit on their hands. They got something sitting here right here. You're, I just read it to you. They can get Biden off every ballot in every state if they wanted to. They don't have the guts. Where's my list? Well, we don't pick the smartest or best time or of the year. bravest oh. people to be in those spots. Most people don't apply for those jobs unless they want fast, easy money to get bribed for stuff. And if 80 million people really voted for Biden, then what are they worried about? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if your guy is so good and the other guy is so bad, let him run. Let him run himself right into the ground if he's terrible. You just know that your guy sucks and everybody's going to go the other way and well, you can't have it be this guy. They didn't think that Trump had a chance of winning. They wouldn't be trying so hard to get him off the ballot. And it makes more people want to vote for him. Mm -hmm. Did you hear the thing that Vivek said the other day? No. no. What? Oh, but he's talking. Let me see if I can find it. He was talking about how um, 
some of the worst things that you're going to see happen during the election aren't going to come from the other side? Like people within the Republican Party are going to put up some just to let him slide down? Do you have it or not? All right. Because it, it was, I don't know, it was a very interesting theory and it was a little bit foreboding because you're like, no, they wouldn't do that. But then when you think about it, like you're saying, I mean, they're not really doing anything to help no, dude, or prevent. They're, they're, they're part of the problem. They're a bigger pro- part of the problem because they actually know what's going on and what the remedy is and they won't do anything. So, But I tell you what, the big problem that's each one of us personally going to be facing shortly. Oh, I feel it already. I already feel oh, it. Oh, I know. To what extent? How bad? Um, oh, dude, I have like $200. $200, that's it? Left? Oh, oh left. <laughs> I no. thought that's what you spent no, for no, Christmas. No, no, no. What I spent, I haven't even tallied that up. I don't want to have a heart attack this early. Yeah, I went over a little bit. Like, I, I paid one credit card off, which mm-hmm. was great, but then, like, the other credit card was, like, twice as much, so it was really a push. <laughs> it didn't, it did me no justice. Did you ever feel like because you got a couple at zero that the one you're using is not that bad because it's- No, and you can just blow it up. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. I got the rest of mine are at zero. This one's yeah. at 12 grand. It's right. okay. It's all right. Do that? And you get that little FICO score decreased email, and you're like, oh, no. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all coming in the mail soon. Hello. I am your credit card bill. <gasps> I'd like to sincerely apologize for arriving in your mailbox. You knew this day was coming, yet you still thought that somehow Santa would pick up the tab. Last week, your two favorite words were happy holidays, but now they're minimum payment. (laughs) I'm also sorry for my obscene interest rate, which will be compounding daily. 29%? Really? You get a better rate from a loan shark. I'd also like to apologize for my hidden nonsensical transaction fees. I was sincerely hoping you wouldn't notice them. But fear not, one day you'll finally pay off Christmas. Right around Easter, three years from now. (laughs) Apologetically yours. Your credit card bill. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. All right, five more minutes and we should probably put a stop to this, right? On 105.9 Sunny FM. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Wake up and smell the future, man. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Brought to you by All Electric Services. Now, I've been holding on to this story for a couple of weeks just because I thought it was fascinating and I thought it would be a good one to do when I got back. This is, when you think about movies that you've seen, and obviously not everything in the movies is true, but when you see something like a piece of equipment, and it's not a real thing, but you go, wow, that would be really cool if it was. These are pieces of movie technology that the military should actually develop. I'm going to go backwards. Wait, how many do I have here? Uh, I got 11. We'll... All right, so the DNA guns from Judge Dredd. It's a gun that only works when the DNA-coded user pulls the trigger. So your DNA is coded to the gun, so nobody can use your gun but you. Ooh, I've heard about that, where they do like the little fingerprint things on the gun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the invisibility cloak from Harry Potter. They already have it. Yeah, China just China. did it. That's yep. crazy. You Don't, see that thing? Yeah, it's wild. Don't it, like, judge me, I watched- or bends the light around you or something? Three Harry Potter movies yesterday. Oh, dude, I I still have Three? The last- They're two and a half, five, three hours long a piece. I woke up, I took a shower, I threw myself on the couch, and I didn't move all day. I got through all of them except for uh, the last three. Ugh, I didn't relax at all over vacation. We had so much stuff to do that yesterday was like my day to do nothing, and I sat on the couch and I watched Harry Potter movies. It was oh, nerd day. God. Um, let's see, the Omega-13 from Galaxy Quest. Have you seen that movie? No. Yeah, uh, it's great. Let's you go back in time 13 seconds. 
which is just enough time to redeem a mistake, a deadly one at that if you need to. It's like a time machine. Wait, that's working? Who's doing that? No, they're saying this is what they should do. Oh, they should make. Uh, the neutralizer from Men in Black. The little flashy thing that makes people um, forget. Yeah, it'd be handy. They got one of those, but it's you got to buy it at Total Wine. And uh, oh. it's usually an expensive bottle. <laughs> the magic healing cream from The Hunger Games. That would be pretty incredible. Haven't seen that. It's She gets a, a gash in her leg, and there's this magic healing cream that she... It's like It looks like Vaseline almost. Mm-hmm. You rub it on it, and it heals immediately. Instantly. Really? Instant healing. Um... The Troop Transporting Time Machine from Tomorrow War. It allows you to recruit troops from the past to fight in today's battles. Never heard it. That movie's pretty incredible, by Honestly, the way. Honestly, we could probably use that at this point in the game. The Sticky Gloves from all the Mission Impossible movies. It's another one I watched over break. Where Tom Cruise, the one where he's in Dubai and he's climbing the outside building and he's right. got the gloves that suction him kind of like Spider-Man to the okay. window. Except all in right. his case, one of them battery dies and so he's only got one glove which is terrifying <laughs> I saw a guy do that with plungers didn't he in Chicago yeah he used window window things and the number one piece of movie technology that the military should actually develop any guesses it's a big very popular one well, I know what I want but w- w- what is it it might be what's number one what minority report no, I know you want that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the it's a, the big glass overhang, and you move, it's like your computer screen is in, in the, the air, air, and you just move things oh, around you with can your hands. Do that already. I mean, we do that, but we need to. They're not. They haven't done anything you new. Got a VR so long. headset. Yeah, I'll but set it up for you. Yeah, but you, you got to put that thing it. on. I'm talking about. You don't need a headset or a helmet. So number one, think about what every young boy and girl maybe wanted when they were younger. Subscription to penthouse. No. Yeah, well. What weapon? A weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, weapon. I'll give you a hint. Star Wars blaster. Boom. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Lightsaber. Lightsaber. Do the lifesaver again? That was pretty lame. <laughs> it was whom, pretty lame. Whom, whom. I have a toothache. Leave me alone. <laughs> Come on, Jill. You can do better. <laughs> no, you're trying to put it's a, a car. word. <laughs> I can do cars. <laughs> yeah, that sounds just like a car. I was, I, I was, I thought I was going to get hit just a second ago. You yeah. do lightsaber. I did. That's he makes fart noises sounds with like his a mouth. vacuum. <laughs> that sounds like a vacuum. That's a dirt devil. I didn't think it was that bad. That, that it's me was pounding on the upstairs, <laughs> telling my neighbor, "Quiet, it. vacuum when I'm not home." <laughs> he's laughing because exactly he's right. Is. Do you guys know who Gypsy Rose is? No. Who? Gypsy Rose is a girl that was just released from jail. It was all over the news because she was the one that her mother had Munchausen syndrome, that her mother would keep her... I think of the boy in the bubble, but this is a true story, obviously. They made a movie out of it with, I think, Patricia Arquette. It was called The Act. And basically, Gypsy Rose's oh, oh, mother... I heard about this. She fakes it? Kept, ...told her daughter she was sick and would give her medicine to actually like make her sicker so the daughter thought she was sick. So that her daughter would be dependent on her and like not leave her. Oh my God, how sick are you? Yeah, so this was, um, she was actually sentenced to 10 years, I believe it was. That's all? In prison. Ba- no, no. The daughter wound up killing the mother oh. when she found out about it. Um, with her, I think it was her boyfriend or her husband at the time. I think it was her boyfriend. Um, she was sentenced to 10 years back in 2016 for her role in her mother's murder. I believe the boyfriend was the one that they did They gave it. her 10 years? Wait, how long did she, was she drugged? So the mother had been. God, I forget how long it was. She was a late teen, I believe, and the mother was suffering from what Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which is a it's a mental illness, obviously. So she uh, it's a ch- type of child abuse that occurs when a caretaker makes up fake symptoms or causes real symptoms, causes them by giving you medication to make it seem like the child is sick. So um, she 
What she would you was do saying, if I wasn't here? Well, the movie is terrifying. If it's you like watch misery, it. but your kid instead it's, of James Con. Okay, perfect analogy. That's a great way of putting it because it's the mom is pretty much holding her medically captive, and then so Gypsy wound up killing her mother. So they put her in jail. Why would they put her in jail? She was defending herself. It was still murder, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, somebody who robbed you of your life using drugs. What? That, that's Bill Cosby's in jail. Yes, but she got out of prison and now she's free. And everybody, or what? From what I saw. Was like Gypsy Rose is finally like people are rooting for her, finally getting out of jail. Well, yeah, she should not have been in jail in the first place. No, can what you country that? was this? Here, this is here. No, oh, I mean I could see the jail because you did murder. You can't murder without consequence. But at the same time, that seems like a lot. Give her a year, let her out. Hello, self defense. Or even if you wanted to be super even, just put her in for the same amount of years that the mom had you under. <sighs> Whatever, man. So, what of course, now that she's years? out, they're going to be making all of these, uh, what do you call them, miniseries and things like yeah. that. They're, the movie's already out. I think both actresses, I forget who, Joey What's-Her-Face, I forget her I forget her last name, plays Gypsy Rose, and then Patricia Arquette plays her mother. They both got nominated, I believe, for Oscars for that movie. It's wow. called The Act. But that's, that was- I'm going to watch that. Yeah, it came out a couple years ago, I believe, but there's a miniseries that's going to be split into like different episodes that's coming out. I think it's on Lifetime. Oh, dude, could you imagine? No, and and I I watched probably about an hour of it. I didn't finish it, but the one I saw is where she's like in a closet trying, she's like catching on what her uh, mom's doing to her and she finds all the medication and damn. the medication is like what makes her weak. Yeah. And so the yeah, mom yeah. keeps giving it to her. So the daughter's like dependent on her. Well, she's still suffering here. Listen, what she, did you hear what she said? Did you read this? What was she doing now that she came out? What she wants? Yeah. She wants to meet Taylor Swift. Put what? her back in jail. <laughs> yeah, she wants to meet Taylor. She just got married, I think. Um, she wants to meet Taylor. She wants to... There's a couple other things she wanted to do. Yeah. Wow, dude. Can you imagine, though? But you're like, no. hey, I was... It's like that... It's like that case, and I don't have her name on me, where the young girl, she was a young teenager, murdered her child her trafficker, the guy that was trafficking her and selling her for sex, and they threw her in jail. Where was that? That was a survival... That was here in America! That was a survival thing. She probably would be dead had she not... Right. ...defended herself and killed her own trafficker, and then they somehow find her guilty and throw her in jail. See, that's some Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein-level type corruption right there. Wow. I don't get it. I mean, because how mm. could you? How could you look at that case and go, you know what, throw her in the clink? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, know. I get just for show because murder, but give her a month, let her out. You remember the guy that um, killed his the daughters? That, that, well, caught the guy that was molesting his son mm-hmm. and like dropped him. Beat him like to like, a bloody beat pulp. him to death. Yep. And the judge is like, well, I got to give you six months because murder. But after that, they let him out on like 10 years for good behavior or something. Yeah, he was like, I would have done the same thing. I remember that case. Right. Um, the other day we were talking, well, earlier today, we were talking about dry January. There's a lot of people, I think, yesterday, we're going to try to start it. That's where you don't drink for the entire month of January. A lot of people saying they want to do it because everybody overdoes it over the holidays. You drink too much, eat too much, you come out there and you're like, Ugh. So I was such a little dehydrated bitch on New Year's Day. I got to be honest with oh, you. Oh, no, that was, that was w- all of us. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, eh, I felt like a shriveled raisin. Like right off the bat, I have like 70 ounces of water and I'm you still dehydrated. You, you feel your body go, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> It's like you can breathe again. So a lot of people are going to do a little reset because get this, alcohol overuse Smoke says this all the time. Causes 140,000 American deaths annually. And why is it so undertreated? Because it's a choice and because it's legal? 
because I mean when you break it down all you know stuff like that is a choice to a degree can you sue McDonald's for the super size me thing when like you're the one who's ordering it Americans every year have more deaths from alcohol than car accidents gun violence and it's legal and it doesn't require a background check to buy as long as you're 21 up 21 and up um can cause Obviously, I don't have to go through the whole thing. You don't have thing. a concealed drinking card. Well, yeah. Heart disease, pancreatic, stomach, breast cancers, liver disease, hypertension, stroke. And they're saying that it's- See, be- there's no label on the can like there is a pack of cigarettes. It's like, this could kill you. Are you sure you won't buy it? Well, here's where things get a little tricky. Because you know what Canada did, right? Canada kind of tightened up their alcohol restriction, moving towards the idea that, hey, any level of alcohol consumption is not right. And so they want to limit, what was it? It was like six beers or two beers a day. Yeah, it's like a week or something like that. Yeah, those people need beer. No, but I'm saying, I... When you try to go from one extreme to the other, all the way to the upper, up, right. opposite side, that doesn't solve anything either. Right. No, you remember Prohibition? All people did was bootleg alcohol. And then you had secret clubs where people would just go drink. It's, uh, who, who's the guy that did the, uh, for every prohibition you make an underground? Yep. But I mean, think about it. If you're going to try and compare, you want to put heavy restrictions on alcohol, but you'll let a 12-year-old t- chop his penis off. Right. With no kind of... You know what I'm saying? And then the fact that, like, you could send an 18-year-old over to war, have him come back as 19, and, and they you can't, can't drink. have a beer after right. that? What, are you kidding me? Isn't that unbelievable? That, no, it's crazy. Did you guys get any, I forgot to ask you this earlier, any kind of weird gifts over the holiday that you yeah. wanted to exchange immediately? <laughs> yeah, I got a uh, this guy, I found out why, but um, I opened the box and it was the shirt he gave me last year. Same exact shirt. <laughs> no. Yeah, Wait. same shirt. He'll never remember. It's a Guy Harvey shirt. Oh, maybe he doesn't realize he gave it to you already and saw it and thought of you. My dad did that. I don't think he before. actually went out and got it for me. I think his wife got it for him because I, don't, I usually don't get anybody anything. My wife gets it. Yeah. But you would think as as the more uh, competent and intelligent of the household being the woman, she would have not gotten me the same shirt. She got me the same shirt. So then I, <laughs> I, my wife was, no, he didn't. I go, yeah, he did. No, he didn't. I go, okay, hold on. And I went and got you last year's shirt. It's identical. No. I go, this is the washed version. And this is, well, whatever. He got your shirt. And then I found that, and then I said, well, don't you think it's a little weird that it's all Guy Harvey stuff? Well, that's where his wife works. Oh, so, so there you go. So <laughs> Honey, so apparently, for the last minute, she ran into their prize closet like we got. Oh, yeah. Which is the overstock of the shirts right, that nobody bought, which is cr- why there's another one. <laughs> grab some of those Budweiser shirts. I'll give it to him. For- Did you wear my shirt at all over Christmas break? Did I? The Joe Biden... Who pooped my pants? Yes, I did. You did? I walked the first night, yeah. Did you really? I walked to the diner, yep. Okay, good. Did you eat the stromboli or no? Yeah, that's long. Are you kidding me? He's gone before I made it home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Actually, I ate half and somebody, I don't even know who it was, ate the other half. Really? I think it was Angie and her friends. Okay, that's totally fine. As long yeah. as they enjoyed it. But yeah, if you have one of those, I didn't get any weird gifts this year, I don't think. If yeah. you got a weird gift and you want, a lot of people, some people will re-gift something that they didn't like to you, assuming that you'll like it. I don't even understand I don't that. Know. But you need to exchange your gift. This is the time to do it, and there's a hotline to call. All right, well, let's call it right now. Hold on. Is this the number? Yeah. Thank you for calling the North Pole Complaint Line. All of our elves are currently helping others who received crappy gifts. Please listen to the following options. If you received socks, press 1. 
If you were given a self-help book, press 2. If you're a Dunkin' Donuts type person and received a Starbucks gift card, press 3. If you're a Starbucks person and received a Dunkin' card, press 4. For keychains, press 5. For CD players, press 6. For gifts with some assembly required, press 7. For the Jelly of the Month Club, press 8. For calendars, press 9. For all other gifts, including re-gifts, please stay on the line. All right. I wonder if they have a Guy Harvey shirt on here. (laughs) We're experiencing heavier-than-normal call volume due to many people receiving a soda stream. There are currently 173 complainers ahead of you. To save time, please remember that it's the thought that counts, and double-check the box for a gift receipt. Please enjoy this on hold for the next 6 hours and 12 minutes. I ain't got time for this. I know. It's crazy, right? Crazy talk. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. And it has. And here's more proof. Yeah. Actually, not this story. The body of a Florida mom who vanished more than a decade ago. I remember this story when I returned here for the third time. It was over by Disney, Kissimmee, and it was in a pond. They found the entire van. Uh, they found Sandra Lemire's remains. Yeah, because it was all, 2012. Yep, all submerged in a pond on I-4. I guess they got some new uh, evidence. Of all the cases we were, we were working, this was the case I was least optimistic about. You know what cracked it was uh, two weeks ago, the detectives from Orlando Police gave us some new information that we could use. Um, and they gave us the location of her last cell phone tower. With that new information, Mike's team put together a map, and they ended up at a retention pond along I-4 and 417 near Disney. I gave it one good swipe, and I remember the big puff, and I'm sitting there with my flashlight just waiting for the silt to clear. And when the silt cleared, I can start seeing the numbers to J. And as soon as I saw the J and the three, I'm like, we have her. Confirmation. We have just found Sandra Lamar. Oh, oh, my God. gosh. She was actually in the 63rd body of water that we searched. Deep in my heart, I always thought this was a foul play case, and it turned out to be just a a bad, terrible car accident. Yeah, the van's all, I mean, you could tell it was under there for like 10 years. It's just black with swamp goo all over it. Her family must finally have closure. Oh, yeah, because I mean, it's like you said, it's everybody suspected foul play because she went on a date with some guy she never met, and that's the last anybody saw of her. So she was just on her way home? Can you imagine yeah. the guy? Oh, they probably yeah. have been interrogating him, thinking he had something to do with it. Yeah. Wonder what happened to him. Mm. They should have put that in the story. 16-year-old boy mistakenly boarded the wrong Frontier Airline flight. The teenager ended up in San Juan, Puerto Rico. How does that happen? Did he uh, get on the wrong plane, or did the plane... Well, like, what happened? Clearly, he must have went to the wrong gate, but nobody checked his boarding pass, because don't you yeah. have to scan it to get on? Yep, beep, he was... you're fine. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and if it's not the right flight, it won't beep the green. It'll beep red. He was immediately flown back to Tampa on the same aircraft and accommodated on a flight to Cleveland the following day. His uh, parents, I guess, got a voucher for 200 bucks. That's it. That's what they were offered. They were offered a voucher. Okay. Next time you fly with your own kid, you keep track of them. <laughs> All right, so President Biden, I, 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 I can't make this stuff up. It's not like I sit home and go, what's the most ridiculous thing I can make up to shock people so they'll listen more and I get bigger ratings? <laughs> That's what I do. I don't have to do that. 
my day's open now because I can just open any website that has the news on it and find stupidity like this. There you go. President Biden proclaimed January Human Trafficking Prevention Month. Really? Turn the music off. Do you know, does that strike you in any way as rather odd when you think about the fact that he has let, over the last 24 months, 9 million illegals across the border, and there's no stopping it because they want that? And not for nothing, but shouldn't every month be Human Trafficking Prevention Month? Are right? there other months you're fine with it? Yes. Yeah, right. Well, he, they always say this. I don't believe it at all. I don't believe anybody anymore. Now, you know, they say, well, the president got slammed for this. Yeah, where? On TikTok by who? Come on, give me a break. Mm -hmm. People are not paying attention. Mm -mm. And it's going to lead to our demise because what's happening right now is out of control. And the fact that the media is lying to you, NBC News, I'll play you something right now, which you know things are bad when the liberal media, ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, and once in a while, one of them has to say, tell you the truth because they look at their numbers. They're not stupid people. The higher-ups at all these big networks, they're interested in one thing, money. Mm -hmm. They're also, secondly, interested in being insiders. See, when Trump's in office, they're not insiders. They're pointed out as fake news because that's what they are. But when there's a Democrat administration in power, they're in power. It's all one and the same. Mm -hmm. 92% of all the employees in major media companies in this country are Democrats. Look it up. You don't think that influences your decisions when you're writing a story? Oh, really? Right. Okay. Anyway, this is Glad Vinaga. He uh, works on NBC. Glad Vinaga? Glad Vinaga. Gilead Vinaga. And he's oh. out in the, at the border. And even he's saying he's, he hasn't seen stuff like this before. They're also separated uh, families. There's areas that have a lot of children. There's other areas where it's only men. Other areas where we've been able to see what looks like only women. So this is what Customs and Border Protection is doing to organize the field as best as they can. Now, wait a minute. Aren't they being a little presumptuous by actually identifying people without their permission that they're men and women? Mm, don't you assume my gender. Yeah. How are they getting away with that? Nobody's, nobody's saying anything. I think they ought to be criminally charged for misgendering people. Secondly, it's funny how we have a Democrat administration now. We got Joe Biden, who's basically a puppet for the far left wing of this country. And... Um, Nobody's going, hey, wait a minute. Didn't you guys like uh, accuse Trump and also other Republican officials of separating women and children and men from each other when oh, they came across? I remember. Where's that outrage? Oh, no, but you see, there's Democrats in office now. Everything we do is golden. All right, Gilead, go ahead. Other reporters, colleagues working other parts of the border in Arizona, in Hakumba, near San Diego, tell me the same thing. We have these conversations, and the conversation is always, well, I've never seen this number of migrants arriving. Yeah, he's never seen this many migrants arriving ever in his entire career at NBC News. Never. But That's then, crazy. it's funny how this, it's almost like, it's almost like there's another dimension. You know, like in one of those shows where... I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, I'm in 1813, huh. and it's Europe. 
No, uh, there is another dimension. It's called the White House press secretary lying for the administration. Pepe Le Pew, or you better you probably know her as Karina. What's her name? Jean Pierre Luc Ponty. Oh, it's only see, been a I'm couple. doing it. Uh, no, Jean Pierre. Karine Jean Pierre uh, got out there, and oh whoa, she's just full of the truth today. And what we're seeing here at the border, the migration flow, uh, increased migration flow. Certainly, uh, it you know it ebbs and flows, and it ebbs and flows. You know, it goes from zero to nine million. <laughs> It just does that. It's nothing. It's nothing unusual. It's just the ebby and the flowy. Pay <laughs> no attention. It, you know, it ebbs and flows, and we're at a time of the year where we're seeing more uh, at the border, and it's not unusual. No, it's, it's not. not. Yes, it is. Five Los Angeles is crossing the border in 24 months. That's nothing. That's New York City notices that there's more people. Yeah, you're just overreacting. How do you get? How do you live with your? Which you know what? She's probably that dumb that it doesn't affect her. They're not mm-hmm. paying her that much are they because i mean you give me enough money i mean dude she checked I'll off, whatever you want to hear checked off three boxes that's how she got the job it's, it's obvious if you listen to her she can't form a sentence sidebar did you guys and well you probably didn't but uh i didn't watch it either but i caught a clip of ryan seacrest on new year's eve yeah. in, interviewing joe biden and oh, jill God. biden did you see this yes i don't have it i just couldn't Ryan Seacrest, they pulled Jill and Joe up on the big thing in, in New York City, and he's like, Mr. President, First Lady, how are you guys doing? And she, it's almost like she has to, you ever see a sweet elderly couple, and the guy doesn't know, can't hear, and she'll repeat the question to him, right. and then Don't know what year it and is. Then she'll say like the answer to him, and then he kind of like repeats it. He was like, what kind of foods have you been eating over holiday? Wow, that's a question. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I've been eating all the pasta and the and chicken and chicken and chicken parmesan, all the things I like. And she looks at him, she's like, and ice cream? He's like, and ice cream, chocolate chip. Chicken ice cream, and he's like, chicken oh, that's, gunya. That's great. It's so nice to talk to you guys. I'm like, that's the conversation you just had on live <laughs> TV? How can you inspire us for a great 2024, Mr. Right. President? Mary you know, Kwanzaa. <laughs> like, what are some inspiring words going into the new year from, from you and the First Lady? Some inspiring words for all of your fellow Americans. Yeah. Don't panic, and my son's a great artist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, do you know what multi- multicultural whiteness is? Uh, no, but I, it sounds like I want no part of it. <laughs> Apparently, we don't have enough white supremacists, so we have to include... Other race, other races in there, because you know you can be black, but if you think unlike, they tell you in the black club. I don't know, <laughs> you know. Then all of a sudden you're not black anymore. You're a white supremacist. Let's say you're Cuban like I am, uh-huh. and, or, or or let's just say Hispanic. Moreover, because that that gives it a more broader stroke. But let's say you're you came from South America. You're used to the little bit of socialism here and there, and. Um, you come here and all of a sudden you're voting for, I don't know, Donald Trump. You're a white, supre- well, I'm sorry, you're multi- multicultural white supremacist. That's the worst kind. You're starting to get the picture now? Yep. So Everybody's now, racist. So now it's not about being white. It's about acting white and, un- and acting unlike the color of skin that you have been given and has been decided by other people of that ilk to that you need to think like. The fact that these conversations are even happening, because can you imagine, can you imagine if someone said, well, it's, it's black supremacy and you're acting black, people would be like, what's that supposed to mean? What is it to act black? But if you say it about white people yeah. and say acting white. Well, 
as a video out with Christina Bertrand. She's a professor at NYU. We've all learned about our universities, haven't we, over the last few months? Yeah, bastions of diversity and, and, and bringing in subjects that are taboo to discuss and break them down, to learn from each other. You know, no racism in, in our schools. You know, talk about the Hamas and, and the Palestinian conflict in Israel and try to work in solutions instead of calling for the massacre and genocide of one side or the other, right? Okay. Well, apparently there's none of that with Christina Bertrand. What's the matter? If you don't think like the color of your skin, it dictates by the people who run your color of your skin, you're a white supremacist. Here we go. So what do you mean by the way, this is the dumbest crap I've played all year. Of course, it's only one day. So what do you mean by multiracial whiteness? So there's been a whole lot of people thinking and theorizing about white supremacy. And all of these scholars share a view that I share that whiteness is not the same thing as white people. You see, it's not. What? Whiteness is now a thing. It's not even a white whiteness? person. Whiteness is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Could define that for me. Was it a love of cheese? What is it? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, here. Here we go. And that whiteness is actually better understood as a political project that has emerged historically and that is dynamic and that is always changing. Americans have often learned how to create their own sense of belonging through violence. Oh, really? really? I've never seen any other race do that. It's just white people create uh, their sense of belonging through violence. Wow. You know, but but it's the whiteness thing. It's not it's not they have white skin. It's they're they're white acting white. Yeah, they're white, black, white, Hispanic. This is a professor at NYU. You know what's no, even worse? No. What's even worse than the professor that's speaking is the idiot that's interviewing her, oh, giving that, her an outlet to say stuff like that. There's people right now that loathe you and I on this show, loathe us because we're just the degenerate MAGA maggots in this show with no intellect at all. I listen to All Things Considered on NPR. Is it on NPR or PBS? No, it's NPR. All things we consider, but yeah. maybe you so don't. <laughs> this interview is being done on NPR. So no. You see what you're missing by not being a highbrow intellect, an elitist who follows the elite, who who uh, mangles words to make him sound more like you can say this way only if you're really intelligent, mm-hmm. like Iraq. If you're on NPR, you have to say it. You can't Iraq. say Iraq. Mm-mm. You have to say Iraq. 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 Yeah. So let's listen to the last part of this pile and through the exclusion of certain groups and populations. So what you're saying essentially is that people of other races and ethnicities want to benefit from white privilege by supporting it. Yes, see? Wow. People are benefiting from white privilege by supporting white privilege. You huh? didn't know that. So, so if you're black or you're Hispanic like I am, stay in your lane, pal. You march with us, lockstep. Otherwise, you'll be known as a multicultural white supremacist. Remember Larry Elder? Larry Elder's a black talk show host in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And remember he was running for president? Uh-huh. And some white girl in some kind of leather outfit from the back yelled, You racist white supremacist! I mean... And he turned around and was like, what? Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> What's going on? I just don't know how people like fail to see the irony in some of those situations. No, they like, don't. They just, it just goes right over their heads. Uh-huh. Totally. Like whiteness. Like, again, what is that? What is that? And people's heads, by the way, now that you're speaking of that, are getting lower to the ground. As we end this year and... Yeah, people are getting shorter. I feel like this mean? is true because every picture I took over the holiday and for the past year, I'm the shortest one and I'm... N- I'm not used to being the shortest one. My sister's think, in town. She said I look short the other day, and I'm like, "You're wearing heels." And I, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm not. I've never been told I was short. 
But lately, in all the pictures, I'm like, why am I so tiny? Well, Did- everybody shrinks when, as they age, don't they? Well, yes. I'm not like 90. I mean, when you're that old, then you start to hunch a little bit, or you actually, your vertebrae, everything gets compressed, compressed a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's why I say you're taller in the morning, because you've been laying down. That's right. According to an analysis from the Washington Post, which references multiple reports, reports from right various part. organizations, public officials are among the tallest. It's according to your job. Really? Public officials are among the tallest people with an average height of 5 feet, 10.6 inch, inches for men, and 5 feet, 4.9 inches for women. That doesn't sound that tall. According to the CDC and uh, Prevention's National Health Interview Survey, athletes, entertainers, and managers also rank towards the top of the list of, for both genders of the tallest people. The more blue collar your occupation, the shorter you're going to get. Really? Yep. Uh, cleaners, farmhands, machine operators, individuals working in food service. Among the shortest. Really? Yep. Variance and height past studies have suggested could be blamed on bias. People are more likely to hire taller candidates for leadership roles, such as public officials, because it's considered an indicator of oh. leadership. That's why we all got to wear heels as women, because you, then you're like as tall as the man. And that's right. probably, well, I mean, the DeSantis shoe insert thing was oh. a hot button oh. issue for a second. And it's probably somebody pulling these stats up going, you know what? He's not tall enough. People don't trust him. And the thing that gets me, though, is, is like if you get a guy that's tall and has blue eyes and brown hair in an interview and he has no no knowledge of what the job you're offering entails, he'll get the job. Look how tall handsome he is. Over a short 5'1 guy who knows the job inside out, has won awards and everything, bald, and, you know, one, the glass is kind of crooked. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, look at what's his face on the news. Mr. Handsome. Muir? Yes, thank you. Oh, still new. Yeah, he's the bimbo for uh, network news. Absolutely. It's stuff Rick finds while surfing on the internet. On the internet. On the internet. He may spend too much time on the internet, but he finds something strange and new each day. Bum. All right, so smoke always brings taxes up, and I laugh at him and everything because, you know, because I don't want to cry. That's really the real reason. But he's right most of the time about taxes. I mean, this is a pretty good clip right here. This is how taxes started. What's the matter? It just stresses me out because I haven't paid my taxes yet. I'm just coming up again. I just hate this time of year. All right, how taxes started, Jill. I laid an effective. No, that's not it. No, that's. It's X2. Your great-grandparents didn't no. pay a federal yeah. income tax. Am I in the wrong That's it. Club? No, you had it. Oh, that is it? Oh, okay. Your great-grandparents didn't pay a federal income tax, and neither did George Washington or Thomas Jefferson. The first federal income tax was implemented in 1861 during the Civil War. It was repealed in 1871, and when they tried to restore the income tax in 1894, it was taken to court and ruled unconstitutional. The American Revolution started over taxes. The Founding Fathers didn't want a federal income tax, which is why the Constitution made a federal income tax basically impossible to implement. But in 1913, they changed the Constitution with the 16th Amendment. Public supported the amendment because they were told that it would make the rich pay their fair share. Are you starting to see the pattern? And the 16th Amendment was passed the same year as the Federal Reserve Act, which gave a small group of rich people a monopoly over printing money. And they get paid interest on that money, which is secured through, you guessed it, the federal income tax. Uh, Wow. Yeah, isn't that, that like wild to think about? And they will tell you that it's to make the rich pay their fair share till they're taking every penny from you. Mm-hmm. It's funny to hear that like those words used all the way back then, and now it's like, well, we need to make the rich pay their fair share. 
What's crazy is, to the craziest tax to me, well, obviously the death tax is, is a killer. <laughs> You're yeah, dead. Like, Give us money. But, <laughs> yeah. but the best part is, is that you buy your house, you buy your house, you work all your life, 30 years, you pay it in full, and still every year you have to pay an ever-increasing amount of money to keep your house to the government. For kids you don't have that don't go to the schools you're paying for in your district. Unbelievable. And that, to me, I don't know the you know the ins and outs of it, but I bet you somewhere that was unconstitutional as well. It just blows my mind that like when you break it down and how much mon- more money you'd have if you didn't pay so much tax. Not saying you have to pay any, but just so much. Like, dude, how much how much of the year are you working dude, for nothing? If you didn't have to pay, just take income tax out of the. If you just took it off tomorrow, this country would boom like never before. It's like having ten Trumps in office. Mm-hmm. It would boom just just if you stopped income tax, federal income tax. I mean, Think we, about it. That's we, where you're getting the most money taken out. Yep. And when you read stories like you did with the Rand Paul thing earlier, we're talking about all the garbage that your money's spent on. Like, do we need the study about Labrador Retriever fur color? Six million dollars for cats on treadmills in Russia. Now imagine your portion of that six mil went back in your pocket. Yeah. No, it's an amazing thought because it really would just, it would instantly fix just about everything economically in this country, but they won't do it because they're greedy and they're taking all your money. It's easier to steal it from you than actually do anything. I mean, it only took 10 years, or 10 years, 100 years to go from, you know, 1913 to now. All right. Now you're like 40%. Time for the Ninja Parade. Let's go live. In Modesto, California today, crowds turned out for the annual Modesto County Ninja Parade, which once again passed through town entirely undetected. This is our fourth straight year coming in. We've still never seen a ninja. According to an arrow scroll delivered straight into the heart of the city clerk, this marked the 30th year that the Modesto area ninjas have stealthily celebrated their heritage. It's amazing how the ninjas can sneak by undetected on us. The kids love trying to be able to spot them and, and not being able to. A record crowd of 3,000 people came out to not see the ninjas. We were right where the ninjas probably were. The best part was probably when I found the candy in my pocket. The ninjas must have came up behind me like really fast and put all this candy. Despite its long tradition, only once in 1984 was any evidence of the parade's presence captured on film. And after the event, attendees were informed that the theme of this year's parade had been Shiro Tori Kuroi Kage. (laughs) Okay. All right. And finally, Hillary Clinton had a birthday just a couple months ago. Yeah, and I guess they... 170 already, huh? You know when they go on the street and they're like, hey, so, you know, they ask you questions. They said, Hillary Clinton had a birthday recently. Do you have anything nice to say about her? Can you say something nice about her? No. Nah, I can't really come up with anything. I can't say anything positive. I'd ask her if it's truly her birthday or if she's lying about that, too. <laughs> yeah, she's a great card artist, and she's great at deceiving the public. She's the devil. In her 30 years of politics, uh, she's done nothing for the people. I don't have nothing to say nice about her. I won't even wish her a happy birthday. You can't even say one positive thing about her for her birthday? No. It's just for her birthday, which is today. That's okay. She didn't call and wish me a happy birthday, so (laughs) nothing. Happy birthday, Hillary. I hope that you get what's coming to you. Happy birthday, Hillary. I hope you get arrested. She can have a happy birthday. I just don't care if she has a happy birthday. (laughs) I hope you had a great day. That's something. That's it. See? That was really nice. Okay. That felt good, right? No. (laughs) That's great. That's great. And there was also a, some kind of smell in the air. So there's a rotten smell around Hillary. I'm not kidding. People say, they say that uh, it, 
folks, I've been told this by high up folks. They say, listen, Obama and Hillary both smell like sulfur. I never said this because the media go crazy with it, but I've, I've talked to people that are in protective details. I mean, they're scared of her. And they say, listen, she's a freaking demon and she stinks, and so does Obama. And I go, like, what? Sulfur. It's stuff Rick finds while surfing on the internet. On the internet. On the internet. He may spend too much time on the internet, but he finds something strange and new each day. Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. It still baffles me that they've become so popular. Streaming right now on 1059sunnyfm.com. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack having fun with a world gone crazy. Brought to you by All Electric Services. So I might actually watch the Olympics this year in Paris on NBC and Peacock. You want to know why? Uh... Matt Lauer's going to be there? No, thank God. Ooh, that's so weird. <laughs> no, but guess who's going to be reporting for NBC? Um, Taylor Swift. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg? Going to be reporting? Yeah, I think that might be interesting with him. I want, I want his take on the Olympic events and the athletes and, and the sports. And oh, is this going to be one of those spoof things where he's the side reporter, like he's not, you know, he they have the real games and then they cut to him for two minutes? Oh, look, it's my favorite event, the high jump. It says here <laughs> he's been tapped by NBC and Peacock. He's going to give commentary about what's happening during the event, explore landmarks, and hold court with athletes. Oh, hold court. Now, what is that? They said he, him and Kevin Hart did an Olympic thing not too long ago. Do you remember that? It was in 2021 no. in in Tokyo, and it was hilarious. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be that. If it's like that, it's a side thing. It's like it's not, see, they're see, not I'll actually. Watch that. They're not going to be in a booth. Actually, yeah, they're going to be separate, and they'll be doing their thing. It's a little mm. side event. Is yeah. it going to be as fun as watching Bob Costas push through with pink eye? <laughs> that was Maybe really. Not. That was horrible. I still think Matt Lauer's the worst when he was interviewing. What was she? A skier or a snowboarder? Oh no, she was the uh, the skier. And she was 17, right? Yep. And he yeah. was just, oh. the creep was oozing. He couldn't even contain it. Yeah. Tried to tighten his his belt a little tighter just to keep the creep in, but the, the creep just was oozing. Oh, no, it wasn't happening. Not 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 with this guy. Because it, it was just the way he said it. Creepy Matt Lauer. Michaela Schiffen won a world championship at the tender age of 17. Ooh. Now she's 18. Everybody talks about how young you are, but you are no novice. <laughs> you are a force. Thank you. Nice talking to you. You too. <laughs> what a creep, man. That should have been our first clue. Hitting yeah. on a 17-year-old on the air. Was anyone else floored by that like crazy? No, I, people don't get it. I wa- No, I mean, were you floored when you found out when he got fired and Savannah Guthrie and other went on the air and they're oh. like, our yeah, man, man, you know. I mean, we worked in an, we, this company here, CBS used to own this. Yeah. Our president of TV and radio. Huge CEO. Caught with his pants around his ankles, literally. You, you go in his office if you're a woman, the door would shut behind you, and all of a sudden his pants would drop. It was like a one of those things you see in the circus. It's one button push, and the door closes, and the pants go down. Yeah, you, you know what we need to do? Seriously, we need to go out there and take a photo of all our sexual, sexual harassment, harassment training certificates here. That we had to take when it was CBS. It was every week. Every, I, I'd scream. You remember that? I used to scream out of my office, this again? Yeah. While all that was going on, he was dropping his pants in uh-huh. his office. And he got millions. Million, million, millions. Because it was part of his contract. And then even though they yeah. fired him, they're like, yeah, you think he cared? He doesn't mm-hmm. care if his name is tarnished. He's like, that's fine. I'll just go retire 
in all of my mansions with my wife who stayed with me. Not really sure why. Matt well, Lauer's <laughs> wife was smart and she took a hike. But yeah, but we all I'm knew why. Julie Chen Moonves. Yeah, we knew why she stayed with him. He's the money, honey. That was still the funniest thing ever because whenever she would sign off of Big Brother, she'd go, I'm Julie Chen. Not once did she ever say Moonves or mention her married name. And Until he was this, a pervert. Then she claims him? That, yeah. It's like, what? I'm standing by my man. You get out there and you say Julie Chen Moonves. He's like, but I want to go by Chen now. Um, a lot of people want to travel this year, 2024. Some people said they didn't have any vacations in 2023, saving up money. But here are some travel destinations that were ruined by over-tourism because people caught on and now everybody goes there and now it's not a great place to go. Oh, yeah. Number one, Amsterdam. Yeah. You've been there. You love it, right? No, it's actually very fun. A lot of people love, they said January to March is the best time to go. Not a lot of people there for these first three months. So if you want to go to Amsterdam, now's the time to go. Yeah, because once April hits, they do this big festival there. That's probably why. Uh, Athens, not Georgia, but Uh, Greece. Well, yeah, you get too many snot-nosed weirdos in there. Like, didn't we just read a story about that kid that was carving his initials into the Coliseum or something? Well, also September specifically, uh, the number of visitors at the Acropolis had to be capped at 20,000 per day because there were so many people there. I can't even... The amount of people alone gives me anxiety. I don't know if I could do that. Uh, Bali, everyone wants to go. How do you, How are people affording to go to Bali? I can't afford eggs. Yeah, there was like, a, what was it, three, $4,000 a night for the room over the water? Crazy. Because that's what it's known for. Uh, Barcelona. Miami is one of the biggest ones that they're saying is being ruined by, by what? over-tourism. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. go anywhere. People want to go there and they go, we're going to go Miami, party city. And then you go there and it's like, I can't go anywhere. There's oh. too many people. Last time I went, they had the Formula One, like, fancy races in town, mm-hmm. which draws all the rich people. So mm-hmm. just their presence being there bumps the already expensive drink prices up even higher. And you're like, I don't think I can pay $25 for a cocktail. Paris. I went there years ago and it was beautiful when I went there, but uh, yeah, I could see everyone wants to go get the picture with Eiffel Tower and go to the thing. You know? yeah. Every girl wants to go there with her boyfriend and hopes that he's going to propose right below the Eiffel Tower or on the Eiffel Tower. And Venice, which you know we've talked about before, Rick, Venice with the the city on the water, yeah. which has got a, I would think it would smell and it's people trying to take selfies on the gondolas and they're falling in the water. I can't even imagine what's in there. Ugh. Here's some things we're going to leave behind in 2024 and this has to do with ageism. The ageist expression, uh, if you've ever been a victim of ageism, so if you're older and you've had somebody maybe turn you down for a job or say you weren't good enough for this because maybe you're too old for this. Uh, or you're too young. I can used to get that a lot. True, true. Does your dad work here? No, I've worked here for four years. Oh, 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 well, here, I'm sorry. <laughs> here are our five ageist expressions that you should stop saying. Uh, number one, you look great for your age. That one is kind of insulting, but mm-hmm. I mean... If I, I know how old I am. I don't expect to look like I'm 21. I'm 47. Mm-hmm. So, but to yeah, say but you, you look, don't look 47. So if someone says, you look great for 47. Yeah. Can you just say you look great and just shush? Just shush <laughs> that. Um, she's too old to do that. She's too, I never heard that one. Neither is the White House, apparently. <laughs> Have you never heard anybody, like maybe there's a, I'll use women since I am one. I'll use women as an example if a woman is wearing certain clothing or oh yeah yeah maybe yeah. she's wearing a tube top and riding the bull mm-hmm. at one of those bars and they're like she's still to do that and it's like let her let her live she's living her best life leave her alone senior moment have you ever heard of that yeah we forget something yeah they said yeah. you should stop saying that it's negative stereotype act your age i don't know what that means mm-hmm. act your age i still feel like my brother and i were talking about this not too long ago 
I still feel like in my brain, like in my body, like being inside my body, I still feel like I'm 19 or 20. Like I don't feel. Yeah, I definitely don't feel that. But that I've aged to 47, except for mm-hmm. maybe when I work out and I'm like, ow, I'm sore. My knees hurt. Let me put some Bengay on and put the heating pad on my lower back and take a, you know, calcium supplement. Other than that, damn, I, I don't feel my. I don't feel my age. Right. You know? How old do you feel, Rick? Oh, let's see, uh, 30. Oh. That's great. Nice, Man. yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. And this is interesting. Young adults are more afraid of getting old than people that are actually older. Oh, yeah. I think you fear the unknown, like you think when you're in your 20s, you're like, eh, I don't want to get old. And so, but what's the alternative? Were you not, yeah. yeah, not going to age? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just want to avoid any, you know, major injury. I don't mind getting wrinkly. Yeah, I mean, every day you wake up, it should be a blessing in my eyes. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah. old age is something uh, denied to many. Yeah, I don't know. Old age, I don't I don't like it either. I'm I'm for the either the fatality or or some kind of like like God event. For, so everyone has to die because you you don't want to live no, anymore? No, no, no. It's just for me. I mean, you know, I just rather go. Remember at the end of- uh, A natural of, disaster remember, that took one. Remember ID4? <laughs> the, was it the tidal wave? No, it was uh, Impact. What was the name of that? Deep Impact. Deep with, Impact, with, yeah. uh, with Morgan Freeman. That movie was uh, crazy. That that wave? That that would be good. That would be good. But other people might be involved in that. Well, just to get out of the way. And then uh, maybe like- uh, An you know, avalanche for one. Just only Rick has been yeah, on the Yeah, or lose control <laughs> of, a, of a brand new uh, 600 horsepower Porsche and, and mistakenly go right into a wall. I won't feel it. That's more- is that preferable than sitting in a hospital for three months? But why are those 89 your only years options? old and you're going, oh God, he changed my bedpan again. I don't want that. Why does that have to be your only option? I know a lot of 89 year olds that are not in hospitals and not on bedpans. Yeah, well, because, you know, I, I'm not uh, Jack, uh, what's his name, the guy who works out all the time. I want like a Godfather reception where I'm just kind of laid up in many luxurious fabrics and my friends and family come <laughs> one by one to pay their respects and kiss the ring before I go. Nothing like that planned. You want that's a goal for sure. Right into the into the brick wall. <laughs> Something quick. He already told you what he plans on doing. He's gonna go test drive. Eighty years old mm-hmm. test drive. Uh, what what's the drug you think I should do? Oh, I don't know, dude. No, then get out of the car, and then you go for it. Hey. Airplane into the side of the mountain takes too long. You have no. too much time and, to and think about it. And anticipation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't I mean, the airplane that. rental's got to come out of somebody's pocket. And yeah. if you're that old and that you're doing that, then you think you forget why you were headed towards the mountain and you want to turn around. It's too late. Yeah. Well, I mean, you hear you, some of them are, are rough. We did, uh, you remember that show that was a, used to be Spike TV? It was A Thousand Weird Ways to Die? Yeah. One guy slips out of his shower and impales himself on the toilet brush. <laughs> God! Great, now I'm scared to shower. Awesome, thanks. I'm getting some of them little rubber shells for the bottom of my shower. Wouldn't that be awful? That that You think about all the ways you're going to go, and then you end up with something really stupid. And you, you're probably in a rush for work, too, instead of just taking your you time and sipping your with coffee. The, yeah, or you hit yourself with the refrigerator door, and you just pass out, and that's the end of it. Do you ever almost get hurt, and you go, wow, that could have been really bad? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, all the time. I slipped in the bathroom this morning, and I slipped like, actually, I didn't I was trying to... I was trying to put my pants on and I was balancing and you know when you go yeah, to put yeah. your foot in but you don't actually get it in there and it gets tangled and I almost fell forward. Oh jeez. And, and the counter was right there. Oh. I caught myself but I thought, 
what if I didn't catch myself and my face just like smacked against yeah, the, fi- the counter and I fell on the ground? Final destination, Jill. Yeah. Oh, I always think about that when I almost get hurt. How, uh, yeah. how much worse it could have actually you know, been. You ever Final think destination, of, yeah. You, you ever think about that when you get on a ladder? You ever have to get on a ladder and go, yeah, this is nothing. Then you think for a minute, wait, all those movies. Dude, <laughs> I was hanging lights over my pool and I'm like, right, nothing's there you plugged go. in, right? Nothing's plugged in? No, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah, it was not fun. But the good news is Christmas is over and the queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey, you finally don't have to hear that song anymore. So we thought. And then I read that she likes having this song dominate the charts. Obviously, I'm talking about All I Want for Christmas. So she's thinking of redoing the lyrics for pretty much every holiday. Wait, no. The Queen of Christmas is now the queen of every holiday with Mariah Carey's All I Want album. All I want for Groundhog Day is early spring. Mariah Carey has a song for every occasion. For talk like a pirate day is arg. Easter, April Fools, Flag Day, even Cinco de Mayo. Todo lo que quiero para Cinco de Mayo es tequila. <laughs> no celebration is complete without the world's favorite holiday song. All I want for Halloween is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Order today and receive a personalized birthday song. Prepared for every holiday imaginable with Mariah Carey's All I Want album. All I want for Barbershop Quartet Day is you. I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy talk. <laughs> well, what you want to go and do a stupid thing like that for anyway? Stupid News with Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. All right, here we go. Duct tape has become the new tool for airline uh, employees to use on passengers to get a little out of control. Back about four years ago, maybe five years ago, Dr. Dow was on a United flight. They didn't use anything but zip ties for him, and they dragged him down the aisle because, well, they didn't have a seat for him. He was not having it. That was a crazy yeah, story. They bloodied his face. Yeah, I think they're just a little over the top, but take, we're going to tell you. So this guy was on Delta on Saturday morning, a red-eye flight from Rio de Janeiro to Miami, and this guy had a mid-flight breakdown. Ooh, no. Yeah, Spanish guy. went all nuts and everything, and they used duct tape. Oh, no! Whoa. Sounds like Dr. Down in Spanish, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just like him. He says they're trying to kill me in Spanish. Yeah, so Whoa. they got him on the ground. They're uh, duct taping his hands, and when he <gasps> wouldn't stop screaming, they duct tape his mouth. The passenger heard screaming for help and saying, quote, they're killing me in Spanish. Watch as a crew member and four passengers restrained the man, even using duct tape to try and cover his mouth. Yeah, I already said all that, but that's okay. You get paid more than I do. Go ahead. Traveling, obviously, you know, like, it's tiring. Um, no one really wants to deal with that. So, like, you know, it's pretty annoying. I, that is very nerve-wracking. That's actually, that's crazy. I can't believe that happened. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. Let's ask Why do they always have to turn to the bystander? Because <laughs> it's funny. Stupid. Cops in uh, in Ohio at, uh, where is this? Springfield, Ohio, uh, got a call that at the McDonald's there was a pig running around in the parking lot. 
bless. So they went over there and cornered the pig. Now they took three cars and blocked them. And then they got them. There you go. That's it. That's an exhilarating story. You should tell it at parties. <laughs> it's a big pig. Anyway, it belonged to somebody, got away, and it like McDonald's. You know the real reason that story was pulled for you to do. What? So he could play that sound. Oh, oh no, no. I mean, that you're right. Rick sent that to me. That wasn't Yeah, me. but no, no. Yeah, it was you, the first deliverance of the year. But you handed that to me as one of the stories for this segment, so therefore... <laughs> yeah, you're right, Jill. A parrot on my shoulders, and I'm high on mushrooms. Yeah, that's pretty much the whole story there, too. An Alabama man has more of a Florida man feel to this story. He's explaining to deputies that he was high on mushrooms when they found him in a truck on a panhandle road with a parrot on his shoulder. Smoke, is that you? (laughs) Deputies said they got a call about a man pounding on the front door of one of the homes there, and there was a vehicle sitting stationary nearby, running with, you know. Deputies say the homeowner asked the man to leave, but he wouldn't comply, so he called the cops. Deputies say the driver later identified as Timothy Brandon Bowers, 38, was seen sitting outside the guy's house who called the cops in the car with a parrot on his shoulder. When they approached him, he became a little belligerent, mm. and they started telling him to get out of the car when they noticed there was weapons in the back seat. Uh-oh. And he says, I mean no harm. He goes, I am just high on mushrooms. <laughs> So he was honest. They interviewed him for a little while, and they it's eventually like license and registration. The parrot's like, "Get lost, copper! Get lost! <laughs> yeah, go ahead, flatfoot gumshoe." Uh, but yeah, so they uh, put the parrot in a carrier, and they told somebody to come pick him up. Wow, mushrooms sounds Dude. like fun. Yeah, with your nunchucks in the back seat and your parrot, like you do. <laughs> Finally, a British traveler has been filmed. I'm going to place a bet here that there is great audio for this, but uh oh, we didn't get it. You want to lose bets this early in the year? Good start. Yeah. Come on, have a little you faith. You didn't find him. any audio he for this? He can do it. Have some faith. Uh, the, the pooping guy? Yeah. 2024 is going to be the year we have faith in Smokestack. You really? can do it, Smoke. I believe in you. Well, I don't know if anybody captured the poop on video. Well, he says the <laughs> F word here, so you can't use it just raw. Oh. But if you got some news feed, I'm sure it's in there. Well, I'll do it. British traveler has been uh, filmed having an epic meltdown while impatiently waiting for his luggage to appear in the baggage carousel. His name is Robin Hobson. Uh, the man's temper tantrum happened at London Gatwick oh, Airport. I did see this. He really had to go number two. He's screaming at the top of his lungs, where's my blanket luggage? I know you can go to the bathroom and come back and retrieve your luggage, right? Can you hurry up? He started screaming, we're waiting. If you don't hurry, I'll go blank in this blanking trail. What is wrong with people? You can literally, there's bathrooms all around, baggage claim. Passengers, of course, started laughing at him in the background. The man's luggage still didn't appear with the clip cutting forward 15 minutes. By that time, the fed up flyer was reached his limit and climbs into the conveyor belt before repeating his threat to poop in public and uh, finally after exorbitantly long wait the plane's baggage finally came out onto the conveyor belt and the man's luggage appears it's number one he screams excitedly before grabbing the small suitcase and dancing with glee wouldn't it be funny if he poops on the conveyor belt and then the bag slides out right into his dookie oh that's what I was hoping for that's instant karma yeah but nothing that didn't happen so kind of like a 
You know, like the rest of the stories I just read you, bad endings. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot speaking. We have begun our descent and we'll be landing shortly. Just letting you know that your baggage will be available at carousel number two. And no, I'm not saying you should go number two on the carousel. I can't believe I have to say this, but please don't go number two on the baggage carousel. Please use the restroom to go number two. Don't go number two on number two. Flight attendants will be coming around with toilet paper just in case you decide to ignore my request and go number two on number two. But please know that you will be doing so against my wishes. And the guy over there is going number two, in row number two. <sighs> we know you have a choice which airline you fly, and I'm sorry that some of you have decided to go number two in places where you shouldn't go number two. Hey, follow Rick Stacy in the morning with Jill and Smokestack on Instagram. Follow me. Yeah. This stitch is about to get lit. At the Rick Stacy Morning Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 